Here we go. A little while back in 2021, or was it 2020, I can't quite remember, but our lives were all a bit empty. The thong slappers had called it a day and told us that they were heading away. Away from the monthly release of Spotify, away from the laughs had by you and I, back in 2021 or 2020, I called a man known as Moses McCready. Hello, mate, he said. How goes it? I said, a podcast, what do you reckon? Should we do it? Why, yes, he replied, that sounds tops, but how, where to start, how do we get it to prop? I know a bloke, Scott is his name, audio is his game. So I called the skipper, the one they call Simo, I asked him, is this okay? He says, too right, off you go. So into a little studio we go, voices ready to boom, well, one anyway. Scotty tells us he calls it the kill room. Nervous we sit with headphones to our ears, we start to speak wondering will there be cheers. Indeed there were a few, some legends even said thank you. And legends they were, the Never Lake crew, we kept going and the legends they grew. Chatting with champions, masters of their craft, how did we do this talk with us, you'd have to be daft. Now it's just turned 2024, life's kind of normal once more. I called the beard once more, I reckon it's time for me to hit the door. Life's gone a bit crazy, family work, it's all more and more and more. So AO's saying goodbye, it's been one hell of a ride, but what of the empty chair, who's going to sit there? Thanks for the fun time since 2021, or was it 2020? Welcome to the studio, Mr. Scott Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for the intro. <laughs> That's good. Very oh, good. Mate, bloody love it. That's better than anything I could so, have yeah, if, uh, if anyone's wondering, I'm... Uh, Exiting stage, well, for me, just stage left out the door and calling it a day on the podcast life. And uh, we've got a pretty decent replacement, I think, in uh, Scott Kenny, the yeah. ever knowledgeable Scott Kenny. Yeah, well, in the lead up to this, where I try and steal intros and coming off the back of two episodes where we haven't really uh, seen you because you've been on holidays, which mm. was announced all the way through. Yeah. You know, firstly, I want to sort of commend everybody for just <clears throat> staying on board and tuning in for this guy. But also your recommendation that, hey, how about calling Scott Kenny? And instantly it made perfect sense. But the other day I was sitting there out in the, out in the garden killing blackberries as I do and rolled through the uh, sleepover stories with Scott Kenny episode. And There's three. I think that's the world's longest podcast, isn't it? it I think Joe Rogan a run. Yeah, I think. absolutely. And we couldn't stop talking. And I reckon Scotty be rubbing his hands together. I think the bloody hourly <laughs> rate in the studio might fucking go up a touch because <laughs> it's hard to shut these blokes down on the conversation. <laughs> We've proven that. But I was sort of uh, trying to channel a bit of uh, bit of Powderfinger in the lead up. You know, the old private man song. You know, with the public circumstance, iron off the old door frame, but. History secures his name, but that's kind of second verse. I wasn't going to go all the way to the second verse, but, you know. You I don't look, know whether I know the song. I probably heard it, but I don't know the name. Yeah, I'll tell you, he's a private man with a public circumstance. No? Mm. Such a shame this has to end, but things were out of his command. It's off internationalist. You can by all means go and give it a listen. Yeah, I've, I but, would have heard it, but it's not... Um, but there's no, yeah, there's no sadness, there's no regret, you know, that you know how to find your way through the fucking new gates and into the door if you ever want to come and sit back in here. But also, <laughs> oh, look, I'll be always no here if you need mean? a, I'm a bit sad. Yeah, if you no. need a fill in. But wouldn't have built this format without you, you know, would have stood there probably still talking about it at a cars and coffee <laughs> event about maybe doing something one day. So, you know, high commendations. And 
For those who wonder why they didn't get the call up as Scott Kenny got, I've got one thing to say. Well, when's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even put two, two together and, and, until you said, but yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, no, and, and uh, shout out Danny Dave because I sort of mentioned it to Danny Dave on the phone and he reminded me that I didn't need to mention it on the phone because he knows, like he clearly is listening in, mm. you know, but I just sort of consider the legends that we have brought along with us, you know, and feel a bit honoured Yeah, by I just wanted audience. to thank everyone <clears throat> uh, that's got involved and um, – sort of got involved in this little uh, journey, podcast podcast journey that we've started and we've started something and well, I'll, it's actually, been, I'll give been you, good. I'll give you an anecdote around it and I know that I rel- relate to you and Scotty in a message chat, but um, basically uh, the Great Western Car Show and a young lad comes up, pats me on the shoulder and goes, I love your podcast. By the way, I found it three weeks ago and I'm up to date. Mm. And it was only, you know, because of the John Deere hat, and I went searching him up on Instagram later to realise he drives a harvester. He's probably the one bloke that can consume so much mm. content through the course of work. Well, but, we're up to 80, I was looking last night, 80 episodes in total. Yep. Uh, just over 100 hours, um, 27,500 downloads. So, um it's up to you boys to uh, keep it going now. Yeah, well, I'll just shout out Tay Lee on then for that, you know, that little bit of a pat on the shoulder and that little reminder of what we do is pretty critical, but also announced um, to me in a message group that lives a pretty quiet, isolated life and has decided to get out and about a bit more, you know, and I think because we've shown him there's a heap of amazing people in the car community, but he was four generations deep walking at that show at Great Western, mm. you know, and sort of, yeah, and again, to just fire up a guy who's, you know, maybe mid to late 20s, somewhere around that, to get him out and about into the world, you know, like, yeah, those things can't be but he mm. denied. It's been amazing. So I'm just wondering, <clears throat> Mr. Skenny, because we're going to decide if we've got two Scots and a beard, that uh, Scott Kenny is probably Skenny, as he's been called through his life as well, and we've got it emblazoned on a new staff hoodie. So uh, did, we have, did, we, did I never late ate you on the sleepover stories? Um, I believe you did. I think I did. Yeah. yeah so I thought we because this will be the third appearance for for Skinny. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because we, had we him in for another one. Yeah, no, we did because I yeah, and I think we celebrate both birthdays or was I can't it? remember. I was just going through the uh, the list of um, episodes episodes and yeah, Scotty. and because the roaming stuff just went up with the tag roaming, and we didn't mm. really put descriptive terms, but. Um, and that's the other side too. It's a new learn for this guy, working out how to post these episodes, how to get them up, you know. Basically, people will notice that our Facebook page has temporarily disappeared. So yeah, we just got rid of that. It was, wasn't. I think it'll come back as um, custom cars, Oswiz. I think it'll come back in a group format and probably have a few little questions and a tick the box to agree to the rules and be a good person because we want to kind of keep those values flowing. But um, we could add the two questions that didn't exist back when I um, interviewed Scott Kenny. So we could kick oh, up. Oh, yeah, you can do that. We can kick up with uh, our Scotty in the studio um, with his question on the 8 plus 2. Oh, yeah. Uh, Skenny, favourite m- movie car <coughs> or TV car? Vehicle, let's say. I've got two. Cool. So my movie car would be uh, the original Eleanor from the original Gone in 60 Seconds. Yeah, love that movie. Cool. Yeah, the yellow Mustang. Yeah. Um, and the 18 van 
as, <laughs> as a kid nice. growing up in the eighties. The eighteen van was everything. <laughs> I just saw on Instagram someone's done up a pretty fancy one. I don't know whether it's CGI or whether it's actual vehicle, but it's uh, yeah, it looks pretty flash. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what was a um, a rip and blaster in the past. I went to Summonats as as you know, um, which is my annual pilgrimage back to my adopted hometown. Yep. And I found the Ghostbusters. Yeah. That's yeah. Uh, the Ghostbusters car, the Cadillac That's, ambulance. Yeah. In this current um, magazine. Complete with a supercharged LS in it, which yeah. is pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. It definitely it's rate, rated an honourable mention into our uh, conversation that's coming up. Um, yeah. Now, I know AO's announced that Lennon, you know, a big fan of um, the band at Trans Am, and, you know, he's got cars that he's pretty much drawn to, but now that your lad, Reese is coming into his own, mate, has is, is he got a favourite, do you reckon? Um, is- he's got a pretty broad spectrum of taste, but I have... Um, Giving him all my old Matchbox cars to play with, so he's blasting around the lounge room floor with um, a bunch of eighties and seventies Hot Wheels and Matchbox stuff. Yep, which is really cool to see him getting a second life. Yeah, no. after twenty five years or thirty years sitting in a box in the garage. Yeah, absolutely, it's good. Oh, some of the ones I've got at home were like with my uncles. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got some stuff from the sixties from um, from my uncle. Yeah, which is um, I'll give them to him when he's a bit older. But, yeah, yeah no, I've got a couple on the dashboard of the Nash that were sort of just gifted to me, you know, they just sit, live up there with a bit of blue tack under them, you know, just as kind of little memories while I'm cruising around. But, uh, yeah, so, no, that's really good, mate. And um, we, t- we started tacking on the old uh, words of wisdom or inspiration on the end of our conversations. Um, you got anything to contribute on that level, mate? Uh, just try and be a good human. Love it. You know? Treat people the way you want to be treated. There's a lot of, um, I think, social media platforms and um, handheld electronic devices. Just it's really easy to spit vitriol. Yeah. Um, and you know, just because someone's got a different opinion doesn't mean they're wrong. They're just looking at it from a different perspective. Yeah. Well, maybe love- need, maybe some of us need to keep that in mind, um, particularly when we're looking at. Um, a lot of social media in the car scene. Yep. Yeah, no, so that. many people just ripping into each other about trivial things that don't matter. And uh, there's no, you know, cars are a personal thing. Mm, I so think, yeah. Just I because think it's not to your it. taste yeah. doesn't mean the other bloke doesn't love it. Yep, absolutely. And, and if, that's the thing. I think, like you said, they're ripping into each other. It's like, yes, yeah, all right, if you don't like it, you know, say, well, you know, it's not for me or whatever, but you don't need to. Yeah, well, you I don't, don't think to, real, uh, pull it to bits. I, I guess the real case in point is um, Jay Duca, low standards Jay with the VL with the rotary in it. Oh, like, yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That car's awesome. And um, I saw it around Summonats quite a bit. And I, I kind of obviously I've got Japanese cars at home, but I, I really like that style. Yeah. And he's just gone out and done something different. And the reception was largely positive. Yeah. But mm. there was just a few people that couldn't help themselves. Where's the turbo three litre, mate? Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm probably around the script in this. AO's not really in the loop, but do you want to tell people what we're doing in the next episode, Scott? Or Skenny, uh, with regard to our panel discussion, because we're breaking down opinions. Yeah, that'll be, um, I'm, really, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, we are going to sort of pull the walls down and yep. just. Have an open discussion. Let it all um, 
let it all just kind of run as one. I think. Yeah, well, Scotty. I don't know. I've, yeah, I was just going to say. I've crossed genres a lot. Yep. Um, over the over my journey through car ownership, and me, I'm not really into pigeonholing um, mm. cars into different. Like, there's genres, yes, but just yep. because you, you know, uh, I've got a classic muscle car doesn't mean you can't love modern day Japanese stuff or. You know, the you other just way like around, what so. you like. It doesn't. It yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah, but the amount of people no, no, I just don't understand. The amount of people said, "Would you get rid of the Chevy and buy one of those things for?" Like talking about the club sports. Like, well, it's not your car, but anyway, it yeah, doesn't, it I, doesn't I, matter that I've always I've always loved them ever since they came out. They're like you know, never thought of that. Oh, what do you get something like that for? You had a fifty-seven Chevy. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I and did. And, and, and <laughs> so what? Now I've got a and I said in the start when the 57 went up for sale, I said, well, you know, don't be surprised if this bloke goes and pays a bit off his house and buys something less, you know, but still something that makes him smile, you know, like we were braced for everything, you know, anything that could happen because it empowers people a little too to know they don't have to hold on to something if they're at the bloody wit's end. It's a, it's but, a very, it's, it's, I'll give you the guess. It's a very strange world, the car world, I must say. It is, yeah, very... well, I'll share the guest list with you because Andrew Clatworthy reached out to me and he said if we reached a critical point where we have to um, love everything, you know, and mm. was based around a particular vehicle. But um, the people who I've approached clearly would know how to have a, you know, a critical conversation without being assholes too. Like we don't have to, you know, love all the same things. Okay. So I've called out. From, so we've got Andrew Clatworthy, we've got uh, Simon Simo Major, I've got um, basically this bloke that's sitting over there, we've got Danny Dave coming on board, we've got um, uh, also uh, Tamey, Chris Tames coming on board as well, and I know that a couple of those blokes, you know, they're a little bloody harsh on what they do and don't like, so mm. it'll be just interesting to have that conversation. But um, Barney was going to join us, and in the end, it turns out he couldn't. I approached Clarkie, and Clarkie's, um, it's Flick's birthday, so therefore, you know, and it's a big birthday for her. So, Maddie Waters. No. Oh, yeah. Now, I've had conversations on the phone with all these guys, and there's some really amazing things to be unfurled in that episode. So, the marvels of uh, redactive audio, Scotty reckons he's got it. He can pull us up six guests online. Denny Dave's going to be on a break from work, so he's coming to Ballarat and he's coming into the studio. You know, bring we, in the black thing? Yeah, we could still – oh, no, bring in the panel van, I reckon. But we could still put an extra microphone in here if you wanted to join that one, but that's taken place on the 22nd, which is a Thursday night, um, to be re- released after a fortnight after this one. And I don't know how we're going to be passing the bloody talking stick because, geez, try and get us not talking <laughs> over each other. I think you, you, might have, you might have to uh, – I'll use, be moderator. You might have to use the little hand up. There's there's, uh, there's – Zencast have a hand up like Teams does. Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, I'm not no. sure. I was nearly going. Yeah, in our there meetings little, at work, um, there's a little there's a little hand up button, and you, a little hand comes up on the screen. Yeah, well, <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to get Simo to chair it. You know, <laughs> well, you could do that. And there it, is a little um, there is a little hand icon here on my screen. Just press it, see what happens. I'm not, I'm not going to push anything. All right, <laughs> <laughs> hang on. <laughs> yeah, it's a raised hand, so. There yeah. you go. Raise hand to speak. There you go. That's how it's yeah, going to work. So it'll only, yeah, and, and Danny, Dave, and all have to just put our hand in the air. And, you can yeah. see that, that little in the corner. It actually moves the screen. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Oh, well, that should work. Yeah, no, so that works. Um, um, if I got enough. Like, you can like what you like, but you don't need to be a dickhead about it. No. No, no. Yeah, I mean, that's a, that's the thing. I mean, you can, everyone has, everyone has, 
you know. Yeah. Everyone has their taste. And, look, it, it doesn't Except matter. Tesla. It well, yeah. oh, well, I think we're all united on that. Yeah. Right? I think that's probably one. What thing. about Chimeras? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I've got love for Chimera. But also I just want to shout out to our Never Late crew if anyone's got anything they'd like to contribute into that episode, you know. I mean, I'm still meeting people that follow us on Instagram and go, what, you got a podcast? Which I find pretty amusing mm. when that's the majority of what we do. But if anyone wants to just shoot any messages across for things they'd like mentioned in that, that episode, you know, I won't go in with a whole heap of preconceived ideas and I'm, I'm more than happy to read out your contributions. So. Oh, very good. Well, sounds like you've just all got um, it, you've got it all planned out for the future. Just uh, one things. final thing on the whole car owning genre. AO nailed it. I don't know what episode you said it in. You may have said it a couple of times, but you were saying that you're only you got so much time on this planet, and mm. there's so many cars you want to own. Exactly. Yeah. And I am I am hundred percent in the same boat. Mm. Yeah. So you know, I, I wanted I wanted an old school Datsun. I've got one. Yeah. Um, that car is actually for sale at the moment. I, I will be hopefully moving it on. Yeah. And then you know, the jury's out on which one I'm going to go, but I am looking at maybe a an, an E series Falcon. Um, because you just don't see them on the road. Yep. It's funny. They're not we're, around. We were at that Bacchus Marsh thing on. Well, that briefly, that was yeah, wasn't well, it was good to just drive down the highway, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't rate the show. But anyway, just before we were leaving, there was an E, A E B, I think it was a Fairmont, the two tone, red red over silver, and it was just sat nice, had some nice wheels on it, and yep. I, I actually said to Dale Clay, I said. These things actually look good now, don't they? <laughs> and I've seen a couple. I've seen a couple up for sale. There was an XR8 Sprint, I think EAEV yeah. Sprint for sale the other day, and it, it, it's like, yeah, they're sort of like the VNs. Like no one wanted VNs no. a couple of years ago. Now all of a sudden they're the duck's guts. Yeah, so. And Skinny and I have been bouncing a couple backwards and forwards from marketplace, mm. you know, trying to fire him up and work out what he, which way he might go. It's, it's funny. I like I never I never really hated them. I thought the EABs were a nice looking car. Yeah, well, I came in here spruiking EFs and ELs. Mm. EFs, know, I've always yeah. loved the EFs. Yeah, um, prefer the EF over the EL, but um, there's bugger all difference. But just yeah. that, that the EF. Yeah, we, had nice the, um, we had the we had the EDXR six at home as a as like that was my dad's car mm. um, that he bought. I think it was if it wasn't brand new, it was near new. Yep. And I went on to own another two or three of them, and then I had a five liter EL Fairmont Gear, and they were great cars. I, I loved them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's brilliant. Anyway, let's uh, let's <clears throat> move on to an actual podcast, shall we? Yeah, no, we can do that. Well, this is a podcast. It's a bit of an intro. <laughs> um, can, I, can I just take a minute? Yep. Um, this is coming out Thursday? Yeah. Yeah. Just a shout out to Ballarat people. Um, Samantha Murphy is still, as of today, missing. We don't know what will happen. Yep. Assuming there's lots out we're looking today, probably. Yeah. The community yeah. have been amazing around it. Yeah. Sure. And just a shout out to Michael, who's an old schoolmate slash workmate yep. and client of mine. Um, stay strong, mate. It's fucking tough. And you don't deserve the shit you're copying in the media. And the media oh, need to pull their fucking of, head in. Some of the shit that's going oh. on. Like, fuck, it's oh, just, yeah. it's just, like instantly, oh, it's the husband. Husband's done it. It's like. 
it's just look, where do they fucking it's not fucking it's horrendous. It's so, not true crime. It's not a fucking it's not a drama on Netflix. Well, yeah, these are real people's lives. Have a bit of respect. Crying yeah, someone someone reached for me just to say, What do you know? You know, you got any updates? I said, Look, I'm not in a position to comment, you know, like I'm not mm. in a position to give my no one opinion. Knows anything, and this is clearly. just a friend of mine through Messenger, and clearly no, no one really knows anything at this point. No. But to just be making accusations and I'd hate to be wrong on every front. You know, like so even, I'm not going to. I was looking at a comment the other day, and someone was having a sook that that uh, they were calling a Canadian forest instead of a Wookarong. Yeah, is that, is, is that, what's the fucking relevance? Yeah. Is that your fucking takeaway from that whole thing? Is that they oh, name something? You should be calling it fucking a Wookarong because it's a fucking traditional name. Fuck off. And again, if Mick's copping accusations because he's not out, not out looking, he's got a family to hold together as well. And what can one I, man I do? I saw on a the bit ground? of um. I saw a few people slinging shit at him, which I thought was pretty ordinary. Yeah. That poor bastard has lost his wife. Yeah. And you in, see his daughter in that press conference. You mate, know, she was absolutely could, shattered. They could be sitting, they could be again, sitting on the couch the, hugging each the, other. And the comments there, it, oh, know? why isn't he consoling his daughter? He had his fucking hand on her back for the whole time. <laughs> he did. Like, what do you expect what, him to what? do? The bloke's trying to be a pillar of strength for a family that's crumbled. Oh, yeah, like, and, like, and put again, yourself people, in that poor bastard's shoes for five minutes. Yeah, why isn't he out walking around? Well, maybe he's home consoling his fucking family. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> like it's, yeah. yeah. He, at the end of the day, yes, his wife's missing. And, you know, none of us can comment on what that's like because we've never been there. But he's still got to be a father. Yep. He's still got to deal with the police. He's got to deal with the search. He's got to deal with people who don't know him just slinging shit at him from their armchairs. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. You know, so if he he falls over into a screaming heat, then what? Yeah. Mm. Someone's got to carry the can and he's doing it. And, mate, to, you know... I don't know if you'll listen to it, but my I hope your wife's found safe and sound. And um, yeah, don't worry about these guys. Just you do what you got to do. Absolutely. Well, he's a car guy, so yeah. Who knows? Yeah, no, that's it. I, I haven't asked him, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, well, we got you back, for mate. Hope for we hope for a positive outcome. Yeah, absolutely, we do. Um. <laughs> Anything else in general business? Uh, Any- just on housekeeping, yeah, you've passed me a heap of heart, um, passwords and stuff, so I've sort of now got to pick up that Yes, torch. you got your instructions on how to, how to load it up. Yeah, how to load it all Unless up. Unless you're and- going to palm it off to Skinny over here. Well, I think, <laughs> I, think we can, I think we can have a breakdown on it. And I think, um, yeah, Mr. Skinny's um, building his world into a new position with a little bit more flexibility and freedom to be around the family a bit more, but it's also going to make him a little more available to us than po- possibly would have been the case, you know, yeah. even two or three months ago. So, yeah. Look, it's not it's not hard. And um, it's, yeah, the, I said the, I, I wrote out the instructions the last one I uploaded and it's, yeah, it's pretty easy once you get the file yeah. from Scotty. It's. I just want to, while I'm going through my notes in order, I just want to give um, Scooters Custom Fabrications another shout out. Um, my keys actually went missing from home, which caused a bit of panic around the national world where you can't just change out your ignition barrel and your door locks. So I've had to go and also touch base with uh, Clark Keys in Ballarat, which is Adam Clark. Um, fantastic service. Could, turned up on his doorstep. You know, promised me an hour, and within 45 minutes, he had a call back to say, I've got your keys. Um, got Scooter involved to do a pretty intricate about battery isolation into my car as well. Yeah. Um, really happy with. So, it would be the hardest one to shout out because I can't point at it, you know, take photos of it, you mm-hmm. know. But mm-hmm. yeah, he's definitely given me a bit of security back in the car. So, and 
found that my balancer was trying to throw itself off, which is why the timing's been skipping around in the old Nash. So with a brand new balancer and lockdown timing, absolutely perfect that car right now. Um, did what did I go? Queenscliff to East Keelor, back to Beland to the Roadhouse, two dollars forty a litre for a ninety-eight. I thought maybe I'd just better put fifty in it. Clicked off at forty-eight and spat fuel onto my leg. It was mm. so it's bloody barely burning fuel. That's good. Got to keep turning the thermo fans off because it's running that cold. It wants to stall in a world where everyone's pulling up at Queenscliff to let the cars cool down. <laughs> Mine's, you know, you got to keep turning the fans off just to keep cruising. So, no, it's happy times ahead with the old Nash. And just want to mention too, we've got, um, as we've discussed in the podcast, the uh, Western Highway shootout mm-hmm. coming out. Second of March, um, be a few people involved. I'd love to be. It's not the long weekend, is it? The weekend before, I think the long weekend's the eleventh, tenth, eleventh. Yeah, I think so. So the weekend before, yeah, and definitely love to be. I was planning on well going out there today. There's drags on today for a look, but I don't. Again, don't think I'm going to get time. Yeah, well, I'm thinking about heading out there, and this could stretch on if I don't let us do the magazine at some point soon. So, (laughs) um, but yeah, no, definitely keen to. Get amongst that one, so I reckon. I might um, I might try and clear the calendar and make an appearance there as well. Yeah, no, that if be, I can. Yeah, no, that'd be really good. And again, all depends on uh, the impending uh, arrival of my second child. Yeah, uh, no, my, no. My yeah. missus has been up all night with Braxton Hicks, so yeah, yeah, no, you said <laughs> that, and I've made the apologies. If you, you kind of need to get your priorities sorted, mate. Jeez, <laughs> come on. <laughs> <laughs> we're on, um, we're actually up at uh, up at Mildura on holiday. Yep. Um, on the Murray River, and oh, I nice. said to her last night, I really don't want to cut my holiday short. You could just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Southern 80 updates while we're here, mate. <laughs> uh, well, we're over at Golgol, um, which is on the New South Wales side of Mildura. So all we've had all week is, is quite a few boats testing along the river, which has been awesome. Um, yeah. So, But I haven't got any Southern 80 updates as yet. It was a disqualification, but um, we might get the uh, – I don't know if it's streaming on the internet or something. We might try and get it up later. Yeah. Our, our, our friend's boats are actually just going out for a run this morning. So uh, there you go, while wait. I sit here and do this, well, you'll probably hear a um, Windsor-powered ski boat fire up in the background. But <laughs> well, Yeah, we're dragging you away from your bloody holidays. That's a rough turn. Ah, yeah. That's all right. It's fine. What do you think, mate? Uh, I just had a couple of points here uh summon just a note to discuss but it probably that might come into the uh into the magazine chat but obviously some drama at the nats with uh Seckies, as they call them. Yeah, well, mm, well Danny, Dave, yeah. Danny Dave's report back to me pretty much was that you know maybe what we've witnessed in all that was yeah, you know, maybe just an hour of really you know bad behavior that's always going to be the case what, a, what's a secky <laughs> security guard yeah, and again, in a, like in a you know in an event that was full of good times and great times, you know. So I guess having that feature in Street Machine for me, I still don't have any. Like I've watched all the coverage, I still don't have any sympathy for these fuckwits that stand on the side of the you know the cruise route and they're egging people on. Whatever, that's yeah. fine. But once you step over that barrier, the barrier is there for a fucking reason. Yeah, yeah no. if you're going to carry on like a fuckhead, jump the barrier and. Yeah, what, you get what you're coming to. Absolutely. Like if you got knocked in the head, well, fuck off. Sorry. And I'll say too, I'll say too, it was disappointing because we re- well, we recapped that event pretty heavy last year, mm. and we spoke about all those things. And yeah. I mean, we you're going to get it. You're going mean, to get it. And I think get, it just, we only get so many listeners, but we, you know, it just feels like you can't have an impact. It just you know? yeah, the social media feels it because you know everyone everyone wants to start something and 
get you know try and get it go viral on social media, but it's just just don't be a fuckhead. Go and enjoy the shit, you know, and you know just stand where you're supposed to stand. Yep. Keep your mouth it's shut. It's the same. It's the same bullshit every year. Mm. I, I was there. I actually walked smack bang into the middle of that melee as yeah. I was trying to leave. Yep. Um, it's the same shit every year. I it's it's a bunch of blokes that just can't help themselves yeah. to start trouble. Yeah. Yep. That and hang now around it's the cruiser near the dino cell on a Saturday, are they? They're all, you know, half ten. Let's say high on life, um, and they just can't help themselves. Mm. And they've been taught in the security guards all day, giving mm. them grief. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying the security guards' reaction was the right one. However, I can understand, mm. you know, in the heat of the moment, he's um, unleashed what he thinks is uh, justice. Um, you know, and there's a million people standing around filming it. So, yeah, that's right. you know, I mean, read into it what you will, but the situation is it, it took the shine off what was mm. essentially a really good weekend. Um, Braddon was was awesome. Uh, yeah. I went to Braddon both nights and yeah. it was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the, 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 the scenery there of the main street of Braddon, we just closed off and cars, everyone just out having a good time. Um, you know, it was just great. It was a really good thing. Um, yeah, I loved, I loved it. Yeah. You had position? a really good time in Braddon. I could have just done Braddon um, and been happy with that. Yeah, well, being an adopted local up there, Skinny, are you in a position to, you know, comment? Do you think the general public, the general admission, you know, the people who aren't directly attached to the event are a big part of that misbehaviour? Is it people who are there as enthusiasts that all of a sudden can't behave? Or What I see a lot over the years that I've been going and as a resident of the ACT is that you find you'll get a lot of guys come down from Sydney or come from up from wherever. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the time they come down from Sydney just only because I've seen that more often than not. They come down on a day pass because you can tell the different colour wristbands these blokes are wearing as they're getting hauled away. Yep. And they're the ones that come down, get buckled, and just want to start trouble and just, and you know. go home. Yeah. They're the ones that the ACT locals, the NIMBY brigade in the ACT that don't want the event, yep. they're the ones that give those um, locals a free kick at, you know, tarring everybody with the same brush. Yeah. Um, but I have to say uh, I've got a, I've got a, um, oh, what do they call it, you know, the elite pass. I've got the, yep. the, uh, Platinum pass, sorry, that's the that's the term. Yep. Um, I've got a platinum pass. There's not too many blokes with platinum pass lanyards on punching on with security. Yeah, yeah, no. There's not too many entrants punching on with security. Yeah, yeah. There's not too many. It's, it's always going to be a certain it. part of the crowd, but they're the ones that, as as the saying goes, the squeaky wheel gets the fucking oil. Yeah, that's it's, 100%. The, it's the small minority that spreads all over the Facebook and goes viral. Yeah, and, and, and as I say, shit. one. And to tie it back to the magazine, it was so good to see coverage of the event yeah. outside of those moments. Yeah, I watched know. and the other thing is with what goes on up at Eagle Hawk, which is just north of Canberra, where a lot of guys stay just um, over the border. Um, that's been well documented from sort of when they didn't have the event in 2020, um, and you know, years gone by with the street racing and the burnouts and all that stuff. A lot of those guys aren't entrants, aren't. That they don't even have, they're not even coming to the event. Yep. 
they're out there to cause trouble. Some of them are coming to the event, but a lot of a lot of those cars that were, um, you know, all over social media, yeah, on the roads in and around Canberra, um, you know, chucking skids and doing whatever, yeah, weren't part of the event. Yeah. So that kind of drags the negative connotation to it as well. But I think I think it's just and it's real easy. Happen. Yeah, it's real, and it's the same as everything we've we've covered before about social media. It's real easy for people to just sit back and make a judgment call based purely on what they've seen. If you've never been to the event, yeah, um, and you've never set foot inside the gates of, of Epic when the event's on, then you can't really comment on it. Yeah, mm. I do a cruise event at the Jelly Brand Pub, and a, and a few people on departure, as in just one little group, lit up at the front of that pub as they were leaving. And I thought, for all the locals out there now at Jelly Brand. To drive past the next day and see all that there, everyone that was in that car park appears to have misbehaved. You know, it might be three people out the front of mm. an event, but all of a sudden you all look like fuckwits in that moment. Not just yeah, yeah, where's me down? It's the the social media thing, like you see it all over. Like these fuckwits riding the motorbikes up and down, you know, all around Melbourne on like dirt, yeah. like shitbox dirt bikes doing wheelies and whatever. It's like you just you're just doing it for likes. And, yeah, anyway. yeah, they were going down Beach Road recently, you know, in Melbourne. And yeah, you just go, well, yeah. Saturday afternoon, Beach Road, you got a bunch of dickheads on motorbikes, just yeah. purely out to taunt the police. Mm. Yeah. That's all it is, and and it's all for social media. But that's it. You know, I mean, it's all it that's is. the world we live in, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, it is. HPR got another discussion there. Yeah, there seems to be some Blue. interesting going on at HPR. I don't know, lost lost some accreditation. Uh, well, I don't, it's just everything's sort of gone quiet. The Holden Nationals are going to Mildura. Yeah, well, I think the regulating um, bodies. I saw something. It must be money owing or something, which is I don't know. I I, I don't know whether anyone else has heard anything, but yeah. it's just it's just a shame because there was you know they did a lot of work there and yeah. Well, somehow I think they've lost their right to um, host Andra sanctioned events. Yeah, okay. um, is a part of it, and I think um, even the IHRA is coming, becoming on that side too. Like mm. it's really, yeah, it's really limited their options. Which is I, a, yeah, it's it's not a not a good outcome. Like I said I don't know anything. I don't know the facts. I'm just going on what I've heard. You know, you've heard that you know they've built up the place on sort of not their money or yeah, I, I yeah, don't know. It's, no, and money always comes down to something, doesn't it? I know I could get Lance's side of the story if I was there because I know he's fairly approachable in that too, so mm. it would be interesting to Just see whether been he'd be a willing few, to have a chat. But. Yeah, there's been a few posts up on their HPR Facebook page which I thought, you know, there's something a bit strange Yeah, calling out for money for signs. I mean, hopefully it? it's not something you'd like to see disappear because, you know, it's a, it's, a good, it's a good venue and yeah. one of the few, well, it's besides Calder, it's really the only quarter mile track in Victoria, isn't it? Yeah, where's the bend? That's Adelaide. Yeah. Oh, that's South, South Australia. Australia. Yeah. South Australia. That's yeah. Tail and the border here, yeah, mm. Tail and Bend. Well, I actually had a bloke at Queenscliff, um, pretty much who'd come down from. He's in Noosa, but he's been to the Red Centre as well. He checked out the facilities there, which apparently are definitely growing around drag racing. Um, and then came through the bend, but said he was amazed at the class of that facility. Mm, uh, looks good. Yeah, absolutely looks good, and yeah. Be nice to get across there for a look, definitely. Um, that's all I had for general business. There's yeah. no real car updates for me. Yeah, yeah, no, well, I think I just had a little bit of stuff on the end, but it was only to plug what's coming up. Um, also, I want to say I've got a Shane Magri. I sat with Shane Magri at the Australia Day Car Show. It's a bit late to announce this, but I'd like to. I did an interview with him, but his dad had passed away on the Tuesday and they put that show on on the Friday. 
at um, the vintage and collectibles market. So I sat with Shane and had a conversation with him around his dad as a roaming Moses, which I'd probably like to attach onto the end of this episode. If Scotty can give me the, um, he's give me the thumbs up. So I've done some other stuff while out roaming and people might be expecting it to come up, but the reality is that, yes, I am plagued by a bit of wind in those moments, which is just going to make the audio painful to deal with. But we've spoken about me getting a uh, Rode um, lapel mic set up that, and pretty much sinks to my phone and, yeah, try and tidy that stuff up. But also, Cass Lader Moses, again, I'll be putting call-outs. People want to come to my place. We'll be able to do those interviews in the room, even using that tech, um, and just a little more control on the audio. But also a little bit of freedom to just have a chat in the backyard and go, hang on a second, let's go into the good room with this. So I'm looking forward to doing that bit. Um, but, yeah, that's about probably enough housekeeping, I'd say, on my side. Yeah, right. Let's get into the... Uh <clears throat> Let's get into the uh, magazine. That's it. We're looking at, uh, I don't know why I wrote, oh, yeah, no, it is episode 62, isn't it? Yeah, well, I just put 61 or 62, but uh, officially it's 62, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, that's it, mate. But, uh, yeah, so here we are with the February 2024 Street Machine magazine. One Let's that, let the new host go first, Well, eh? the new host had to buy it twice because he left his in <laughs> Melbourne. So shout out, you know, Street Machine, are you paying attention? But he's got Kenny <laughs> been buying it since he was a 12-year-old kid second in second-hand shops and uh, gets the subscription for Christmas every year from the parents and still does. And, uh, yeah, lead us into your top car, Scotty. Skinny. Um, <laughs> of, yeah, my top car, um, Danny Day's Fairlane. Yeah, we, we've jinxed straight away. Had had to put it down. Just how could you not? Um, what page the history is that one? of that car? Page hundred. Page hundred. Just the fact that the um, I'm just going to open my hard copy here. Yep. Um, purely just the history of the car. It's it's really obscure, um, and it's just got a. It's been preserved. It's a time capsule. <laughs> And from, from reading the story, you know, not a lot of work had to be put into that to, you know, there was, a, there was obviously, you know, a, a clean up and a tidy up, but it, it's as it was built. Yeah. The motor hasn't been touched. Yeah, no, um, it was just a fortunate fire up. Yeah, and it's preserved in an as-built, um, you know, spec, if you like. Um, I thought it was just cool. I, yeah, I love the fact that it was just always custom, that it wasn't just a mechanical yeah. build. Yeah, it's a custom know, it's, car. Like, it, it epitomises custom, doesn't it, really? Like, look at the taillight treatment on it, the headlights, yeah, the yeah. fact it's got a Mazda 121 grill in it, yeah. you know, which is just, again, harks back to that custom. Like, It's almost like a cross between a street machine and a panel van with the, the custom lights and, the you know, plucking and a grill out of a Japanese car and putting yeah, a set of LCD action. taillights in it. Yeah. Um, my favourite probably thing out of the 80s is those ltd taillights the factory black taillights yeah always love those yeah and um it just works for me like yeah no me too definitely yeah i thought that was amazing um yeah no yeah, i had to it's a good bit of history yeah and great to see yeah you. it's unbelievable you know because i think it's one of those events that was largely forgotten about yeah no, definitely you know, there was a handful of people that knew about it, and it had been, I guess, covered in over the over the years. I mean, nineteen eighty four, I was three when that was um, that event was run. But how many of those cars are left? Yeah, and even like you say, you know, it was sort of 
it was basically just a tidy up of everything. It's still as as it was presented, but you know, yep. for De- for Danny Dave too, it was a big push for him to get it to Summonats and to see everybody celebrate around that car. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, and absolutely. He, awesome. And he drove it there and drove it back from Danilkin. Yeah, yeah, no. Check out the old car phone. Mm. High praises. Yeah, yeah, now it's got the brick. It's got the uh, on-desk bloody police scanner in there as it's well. A, it's, yeah. a, it's a proper old to- old time capsule. Yeah, yeah. They, had air yeah. Su- they had air support and everything for that, that event, Scotty, that race across the country. You know, And this car didn't, what, second last or something it placed, but it's the one that we get to celebrate. We could. Yeah. It was, um, yeah, it's just one. It just stood out. I mean, I saw the car at Summonats. I didn't get a, to spend a lot of time with it, and I didn't get to catch up with um with Denny Dave. I regret that, but I just got tied up with other things. Yeah. And um, but to see the car there, and to it's just it, not not a, I wouldn't say obscure, but yeah, it's just it was it was unexpected. Um, I think a lot of people that go to Summonats maybe didn't understand the history behind it, but yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. What's going on with the with the hood? Yeah. Put some gauges in there. Yeah. It's got a cow on it, like a second cow to the driver's side with the gauges moulded into it. Yeah. And it's got a taco sunk into the driver's side, the top of the driver's side guard. Like it's it's got a lot of custom panel work on it. Yeah. That isn't apparent until you really look at it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so oh, you can see the taco, you see the taco yeah. there. Mm. Yeah. No, nah, it's a very cool bit of kit. And look at him smiling. Oh, yeah, Dave. <laughs> What's the sticker? I'm oh, trying to make out the sticker. Transost. Transost. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, and Greeny, I think, um, replicated, the, uh, recreated the stickers for it. He was a big part of it too. So, and yeah, we get to celebrate that a little further in the next episode too on our panel discussion. As they say, another one saved. Yeah, and another synchronicity in the fact that I've got Denny Dave coming on board to do this next episode and there won't be a fresh magazine out between now and then. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I think it's just cool that that could very easily have just been stripped of its running gear and scrapped. Absolutely. And yeah, it someone's kept it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no. And and the story, yeah, the story's all in there. So no, get amongst it. Anything else, mate? Just the one? Um. Yeah. Let me, I've got my notes here. Um, there's a silver XF in here, let me yeah, the contents got, page. I've got that as my second bit, page oh, actually, 76. Can I just sign off with a little bit of the off the end of that about um, Danny Dave's fair lane as well, but um, with the restoration coming to an end, Dave's keen to iron out the last few remaining bugs, refine the fair lane into the best thing it can be without sacrificing the infamous piece of history it's tied up in. Being the 40th anniversary of the Cannonball in November, I think a retrace of the race route is calling the car's name, he says. So mm. watch this space. Yeah, nice. That so, would yeah. be that would be awesome. He'll oh. probably have it up on his YouTube. No, yeah, yeah, it'll definitely go up. And, and, and that's uh, might as well give that a plug. Is it? That's one bloke in a troopy or one man in one. Yeah, bloke in a troopy. Bloke in a troopy. Bloke in a troopy. And geez, I'd nearly book a seat for that mission. I'd find a way to get some time off. Co-driver, take that mate. ride. Co-driver. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, percent. Yeah, Dave, you're uh, you you sorted. Yeah. The thing can run all night. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Absolutely, that'd be that'd be mad. Um, what yeah, you... this um, this XF on seventy six is something that cool. I could see parked in my garage. I love it. Yeah, no, it is yeah. cool. Very cool. How good is it? Yeah, that was my second second pick. Yeah, um, yep. the Bathurst Globes, mate. Yeah, the Deep or Globes Fish. Daytona, whatever school you come from. Um, they just look awesome. Deep the Fish car looks good. Tires. 
Yeah, mate's got a set of those for sale at the moment in tens, and he just can't seem to get any um, takers on them. But he, Rodney Cox with the sick XC seventy seven. What's he coupe, getting rid of the globes? The car's pulled down. It's going for repaint, tucking bumpers, uh-huh. doing a whole loop. Going to do some um, exhaust cutout deletes across the back of it. But that paint was his first two pack paint job ever, and it just looks too heavy with paint. It's like it's ran in slabs. Yeah, and he just wants to get it gun barrel straight. Yeah, you know, and it'll be a wicked, um, probably what eighteen months, two years to get it back. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty good story as well. The um, he's uh, had a bit of a battle this bloke, so um, he's got the car the way he wants it, which is a great outcome. Yep. Um, engine and engine combo came out of a burnout car, I think it was. Yeah, he said. yeah, it did come out of an EB burnout car. Mm. You know, the beauty of of these cars. I mean, no one cared about twenty fifth anniversary XFs ever. Um, they are a rare car, yeah. Um, but they no, it's not something that was obviously being the XF. It's not a V8 or anything, but um, no one cared about them. And they all of a sudden, you find the S packs, 25th anniversaries, all these limited editions they did to move cars along. Yeah, are now starting to pop out of garages. Mm. Yeah, and it's really cool. Like those 25th anniversary XF had the LTD polished wheels on them from factory. Yeah. And, yeah, they look, they uh, actually weren't a bad-looking car, but they're just based on a GL, so they don't have anything too special inside. Yeah. But what's really cool about this particular build is he self, you know, says it himself in a story. He's not an electrical wizard by any stretch, but he pulled the loom out of the EB and, and transplanted into the XF, which gave him the EB cluster um, and the four-speed auto yep. out of the EB. and. The you know, for those that may or may not know, the XF dash carried right up through into the nineties in the panel vans and the Utes, and the EB cluster dropped straight into the uh, into the XF dash, and it just looks like it's meant to be there. Yeah, and he's done an awesome job with that. It's got EDXR six seats in it. He's re-trimmed the Kirky race seat and the XR six material, so he's reached really deep into the Ford parts bin. Yeah, to make this car work, and it just it's really good. It's really just good to see that, that he's been able to reach into different generations of car to get this thing on the road. It's so good. Yeah, and, and inspiring too, like to say that he's, you know, not really the guy for the job yet goes and does a full loom into that car, you know, it sort of empowers people to have a crack. I think it was a drag challenge, uh, a goal to do drag challenge, I think, from memory too. Yeah, and I'm still, like, I've still got a fondness for XDs with XF panels because I'm of that era too where people were getting their Cleveland tunnel rammed by the XDs and throwing a whole lot of XF gear at them, you know. So it still yeah, definitely appeals to me on that level too. It was the thing back then, but when, like when I was a kid as well, you, you'd, if you had a, a, H, a HQ to Z Kingswood, you put a WB front on it. If you had a you know, XD Falcon, it had a Fairlane, an LTD or an XF front on it. Like yeah, it was it was just vans. one of those things to They're, update your sheet metal on the car. Yeah, and panel vans and utes when they, you know, weren't left out of that that conversation. LTD fronts on XD panel vans and utes, you know. So, no, very cool stuff. Well, do you want to take us to best of the builds, eh? Uh, I've got uh, my actual top pick, which yep. is page 24. Uh, Rob de Siskio. Oh, oh your top car. Yeah, silver, sorry. The silver LC. I absolutely love this thing. That rules out one of my honourable mentions. I snuck it in on the HM. I've, been, I've followed this one on uh, on Instagram. I think it's LCGDR440 or something on Instagram yeah. is his handle. Um, 
I just, uh, well, it's my color, isn't it? But yeah. um, I just love it. I've always loved the LC above the LJ. Um, yep. Oh, I don't know. Tiranas are just so good when they're done right. And yeah, that, no. that's done. That's done right. Absolutely spot on. I'm a fan of the red. Yeah, the silver and the red sort of you know, harks back to that summer. old that old Monaro, you know. Yeah, the silver mink with goy red. But, uh, I'd, One, I don't um, know, just the stance, the wheels. There's nothing I don't like about that car. Yep. One thing I do want to draw attention to, which I don't think's mentioned in a story, but caught my eye in the interior shot in that bottom left hand of page twenty eight. Have a look at the instrument cluster. Yeah, it's like a, it's it's an LCD yeah. display of the old Tirana. I did notice that. Yeah. 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 And I don't think – I have to read the story again. Yeah, I, don't I don't think, think it's it, mentioned. I don't think it was mentioned either. I'd love to know how that came about. Yeah. No, because normally, man. yeah, a lot of those Helltech Dash setups and that too, they're just sort of, yeah, you get a big bezel that takes that smaller screen, but that just looks perfect in place. There's one sort of trend that I'm really, and this is just, again, voicing my opinions, um, I, I'm just not really keen on this trend of these switch blocks in all these top-end cars. Um, it yeah. seems to be creeping in. I'm not, I don't know, I don't know whether I'm, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's nice and neat, I suppose. I just don't know whether it's the right look. But again, I get not it from my, a not functionality perspective. Um, if it's like got a Nexus or whatever um, CAN bus type system they got running the car, mm. and it works from that perspective. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, I just I don't know whether it's the right look for it. But anyway, like I said, it's not my car. I don't I don't have to worry about it. But. It just, I just noticed the uh, yeah, forged XY's got a similar thing in it, and it's, I just, I don't know, don't know. But anyway, um, it's. I wonder to be if the, uh, <clears throat> I wonder if the LCD, like, I, when I looked at this, and I looked at it a few times, I, I just wonder if that's the beginning of where we're going with automotive instruments, Probably. as opposed to. I'm going through this now with my Bluebird. Um, you know, it's no Tirana, but. The gauges in my car are completely shot. When I bought the car, it had autometer gauges fitted because the cluster has packed up. Mm, yeah. So I'm actually going through half a dozen different clusters now to try and assemble a good one with a factory taco, which I've then got to send away to a, a um, instrument specialist to have completely refurbished. Yeah. And then to make that work in my particular car, the wiring looms between the, my car's a base model. Yep. The only the only bluebird that come with the taco is a TRX. Yep. Um, to make the top spec cluster work in a low spec car, I've basically got to rewire everything from the from the firewall forward to get it to work. Yeah. Mm. But I just I want those factory gauges. Yep. Yeah, so I can understand. This is, this is probably the way LCD. it's going to go. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah, well, it's just it's like um, anything, you know. Like you go to you know, if it's you go to Gran Turismo and all the factory gauges are there on the cars when they're playing the game. Well, there's no reason they can't put it just on an LCD display here. So yeah. it's just a matter of some clever I, bastard. Well, I drove, a new, um, I drove a new Ranger a while back and it had the LCD cluster in it. I found it quite difficult to get my head around when I first drove yeah, it. Yeah, the Everest is, um, 
Everest has got it in it, and I actually changed it. There's there's a few different settings you can change it. So I've I've changed it to an old school round dial. <laughs> I did the same in my. I had a Ford Ranger, the previous model, the PX, and it has that weird center mounted speedo in the cluster, and then the digital um, either side there's like digital readouts, and yeah. you could change it for a taco. And oh, there's a million settings on it. And I just put it for a taco dial and left it. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I know. Technologies is, uh, yeah, it's making things very interesting. Do you have a top pick, well, mate? Gone. Yeah, Denny Dave. I had Denny Dave down as my top pick. I didn't even go second top pick. I yep. just thought, no, nah, that's my opportunity right there. So, yeah, no, nah, more than happy to stand on that one. But as I say, I did sneak this Tirana in as a mm. uh, honourable mention. I love it. And just on the appearance. This looks mad. Uh, best of the build. Who's who's up? <clears throat> yeah, it was Scotty uh, Skenny. If you want to lead us into that one, mate, best of the build. Um, right, let me just find my notes here. Well, I'll go first then. I've got page. Go first, mate. I've got page one hundred and twenty-five uh, with John Mamalite. Yeah, Mamma- my pick too. XR Falcon wagon with its V twelve Ferrari. Hmm. Um, yes, I had this as a um as a gonna, as a point of cool. conversation as well. Yeah, Ferrari V twelves. Yep. Um, yeah, the rod Just shot being able to get a, your hands on one is an achievement, I, I would have thought. The rod shot, is that a V12? Or that's the V8, I think. It's the Ferrari V8, the rod shot one, is it, Scotty? Not 100%. Skinny? Sure. I've got to stop saying Scotty. Yeah, I know. It's, it's <laughs> a tough go to. Well, when you ask a question like um, that, I know it's not uh, me. I, I could, I'll stand, I'm happy to stand corrected, but I reckon the rod shot one's the V8 out of the later model. I think it's out of the 458, I think, which is a V8. It's actually... Funny you mentioned that car because it's in the summit. I'm just flicking through, so excuse me. And that's got to say, I do love that car. Yeah, I oh, definitely. But yeah, I don't know. I must. I must just had it in my mind that it was the V12. It could be. I, be I can't remember. Yeah. Um, no, V12. It is. Yeah. There you go. go. Yeah, the rod shot car. Oh, it's no, on, um, it's getting... actually on page 43 in the summit. That's um, uh, section of the magazine. Yeah, no, I'm getting confused. There's a there's a guy on Instagram that I follow that put a V8. Ferrari and a Mustang. Yeah, there you go. Um, and, mate, with um, Haltech, um, Paul, what's his friggin' name? I can't think. But he was actually running – he was going to run two Ferrari V12s in um, the supercar that he was building mm. through, through an Elvins transaxle transmission and stuff. Are they, um, are they suddenly an attainable – Engine on the second air market? Well, or? it's oh, feeling like it, I but think I still you probably feel like get them somewhere. There are plenty of wrecked Ferraris around, probably, but it's just a matter of how much you're going to pay for I, I them. I feel like the only, <laughs> yeah, well, I feel like the only one I could afford to buy is probably rooted and needs fucking fifty thousand dollar rebuild. You know, <laughs> mate, if I could, if I could um, afford the bonnet emblem off a Ferrari, I'd be impressed. <laughs> yeah, my so. um, my pick for in the build was page one twenty seven. Um, Alex Colleen's Datsun six twenty Ute. Yeah, um, I do love that too. Definitely. With a with a train mounted um, VG30 twin turbo Nissan engine in it, driven great. through a V drive that's mounted under the bonnet. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Not unlike the ski boat that's sitting right behind me. Yeah, it's pretty crazy, eh? <laughs> Can you want to describe the B drive, how it gets from the engine bay to then, I assume, drive the rears, Scotty? So the way it's set up in the car, well, I mean, in the boat, I'm not a boat guy, I'm, but the way I understand it, the way he's got it set up in the car, he spun the motor around backwards 
Yeah. So the flywheel's basically facing the, the cabin wall. Well, you can see in the photo the cabin wall's been recessed under the window. Yeah. So the motor's tucked in under that cabin wall. So the flywheel is behind the seat back, if you like. Yep. And then it's got a drive shaft that runs in the tunnel towards the front of the vehicle. And he's got the V drive mounted where the engine would be. And then it's running a tail shaft parallel. So you've got obviously a drive shaft coming out of the back of the motor to the V drive. Yeah. Then he's got a tail shaft running the full length of the car back to the diff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's so. <laughs> Mate, and the and the the, tur- the way the turbos are mounted in the tray, yeah, I've got to see this thing in the metal, a hundred percent, just to stick my head under, to satisfy my technical um, curiosity, understanding of how it works. But I mean, we've got a couple of V drive boats up here this weekend that we um that, that the guys are skiing behind, and yeah, it's an interesting setup the way they operate. Yeah. Um, I've always been interested in it, but to see it in a car, yeah. That's yeah, completely out there thinking. And that's um, that's yeah, another car. Really impressed you with it. Yeah, well, that's another car for me that looks kind of finished, you know, which makes it hard for me to shout out in the best of the builds. But it definitely drew me attention, you know. So yeah, it's um, I, I went, actually went like, well, I had a few internet issues last night, but I tried to get on his Instagram pages to see if there's any more detail on it. But I think it's I'm just going to have to find out where he's going to start racing it. He's going to use it as a drift car, so. I might have to check that out and report back. Yeah, and I'll call out to others if they want to go and have a squiz, but it's at... If um, you look at that photo in the top left where he's got the interior shot, you can see how it's got the um, transaxle spun around backwards. Yeah, yeah. Some people are just way too clever. Yeah, so if anyone wants to check that out on Instagram, it's at 81 underscore Rona underscore. So by all means, get on there and have a squiz. I imagine gutter to gutter, static would be keen to have a look at that too. You'd be frothing, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, 100%. <laughs> it kind of ticks a few of his boxes, actually. He's got it a does, drift ute, so yeah. turbo missing drift ute. Yeah, I think it's really cool. And, again, um, just when you think you've seen it all before, uh, out, something completely out of left field. Yeah, Absolutely. I suppose we all jinxed on the uh, Reader's Rockets, did we, mate? The Reader's oh, Pride. If you go back to 124, I just want to mention oh, that, pro, cut, yeah. that ProFlow HQ. I can keep chopping you And those, those ProFlow guys, guys, the stuff they do is mind-blowing. Yeah. I don't think I've seen a car come out of ProFlow that I haven't haven't absolutely just loved. Yeah. They, their work is unbelievable. Um, sort of reminded me of a certain... Be, a certain two-door in Dave Guilfoyle's shirt. Yeah, there's, you know? there's one. When I saw it, I thought, oh, shit, Dave's, Dave's put the uh, coupe in. But no, it, uh, you're very similar. It, it's missing uh, the $100,000 uh, tunnel-rammed <laughs> <laughs> engine. <laughs> no, just give that one a, a shout-out. But uh, yeah, It's but, worth a mention, that car. Yeah, Profile do some unbelievable work. Mm. Um, everything they seem to lay a hand to is Elite in every way, oh, from the presentation, the engineering, the execution, yep. the concepts. Um, even in there, like they say, they've got like a signature stance that they're yep. known for. Which, a hundred percent, you know, it's a profile car before you get eyes on it, just from the way it sits on the road. Yeah, yeah. Very props to those boys. Um, yeah, can stitch a car together really, really well. For sure. Uh, Reader's pride. Yep. You want to go? Yeah, well, I'm definitely taking us to one thirty-two. I've only got one. 
I've only got one. Yeah, well, I think I might have. Oh, well, I did. Um, I, no, I did sniff around another couple, but definitely had to put Simo in I there. I just left this one out because I figure it was getting a mention. It was going to get a mention. Yeah, no, but really great to see it in there. Um, just the development of that car and Simo sort of taking the car that he was a bit bored with and injecting a heap of fresh energy into it. I still do love uh, Clara's uh, artwork on the on the vinyl roof. I think that's one of the best bits of the car. Oh, absolutely. No, absolutely. And yeah, you look yeah, like, just yeah. captures um just captures something different, doesn't it? Yeah, and there's some pretty good inclusions in the sticker kit on that car too, when you sort of glance at it a bit more deeply. But um yeah, I can see Greeny getting his shout out with the custom craft sticker on there. But yeah, no, there's a bit I, I just think it's cool that um, you know, I change I've I've turned over cars pretty semi regularly, I guess, maybe over four to five years I'd say, but for him to hang on to it that long and then just have a complete rethink about it. Yeah. It, I really think following him on the uh, Legends Facebook page, what he's been working on, it's 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 a good finishing touch to see it in the book. It's good. Yeah, no, definitely. Makes perfect sense to be there. So, yeah, I struggled to not include that one for sure. Um, but also I noticed with um, Paul Sonday Sr.'s 74 Plymouth Barracuda on page 134, we got a sniff of that in the last magazine as well, um, but with only a really short description. So went a little bit more in depth to that about the car, which was good to see. But you know, but he won own a spec, and then again, all those stripes put on it way back in the heyday, and yeah, it's just a cool thing. But yeah, just good, good to get a little bit more information in this copy. So uh, one thirty six, Scotty. Uh, went for the uh, the red VG Ute Brett Montebello. I think that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I like the Stato front on it. Yeah, um, running the three fifty five. And there's your there's your Stato front. That's yep. really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that just that the, that theme carrying through through the ages. Yeah, no, look, I thought yeah, I like, I like it. Yeah. I also had to shout out Jacinda Allen. I gave her a bit of a bit props for that 56 Packard Patrician, which, um, yeah, she said she couldn't take the Summonats, but the fact that, you know, someone who's a devotee to Summonats has also got that car, but which is kind of the, the only one known pretty much. Like, it's a rare bit of kit. Um, one of five in Australia, she's saying. So, as I say, if you buy different, you don't have to pay nostalgia tax. So, Which is true. Yeah, absolutely. My other take from um, Reader's Rockets is 135, the Toyota Stout. Stouty. Yep. 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 Seen a few of them come up for sale of, of late. Yeah. There's been a couple pop up in, in the build over the last maybe mm. 12 to 18 months as well, which is um, pretty interesting. Got a 202 in it. Yeah. Yeah, triple carb 202, which is um, – with a Dyna four-speed on the column. Yeah. Yeah, my yeah. Uh, my uncle had uh, virtually that thing in blue, but with a wooden tray on the back. And uh, I can remember I was at that, you know, 14, 15, and he was sort of teaching me how to drive. And, yeah, four-speed on the, yeah, on on the, the column. column. Yeah. It was uh, quite a thing. And uh, you, you imagine that back in 68. Yeah. Four-speed four speed gearbox for a start in 68. Yeah. And on the column. Yeah, it was 68. Toyota. Yeah, Coronas. The little chisel Coronas had them four, mm. four on the column. But so shout out to Alice Craig because we've definitely talking about your scout, but um, your stout. 
but also Jazzy Green. Uh, how good's her postings been of late? Yeah, she's that? got she's doing one up too, isn't she? Yeah, and doing a bit of a how to as well. Mm. She started shooting videos of herself doing the work and explaining her methods and the reasons behind them. So really hope to see more of that on Chaos Design. And yeah, it's good to see um, Jazz just getting out there and, and putting that together. Yeah. It, it can't be easy to, to do the work and film it and describe it. No, that's it. And it's it's definitely hard to just – and, I mean, I found it just doing an episode by myself, trying to do an intro and that with just one guy talking at his phone. And it's mm. it's difficult, you know, to not just have that interaction going on. So, no, really proud of her efforts there. Uh, tough shot. Sunday sesh. Sunday sesh. I'm looking at the wrong section. Sunday yeah. sesh. Yeah. I pretty much picked um, all of it, really. Um, it was, yeah, so much to look at. Obviously, most some of that's, but I'd had to shout out the Ripper Picachato yeah, with his new ride on page 145 by, I think, Tappy did that one. Yeah, no, he did. And, yeah, Chad's driving the wheels off that spinner. Yeah, I do love that car. I reckon it's a, it's a Ripper thing. Gets along the highway pretty nicely too, yeah. mate. You know, like he, yeah. he was hassling me when we went to St Anne's for maybe sitting on 95. I didn't think I was, but when we went to Great Western, he was kind of disappearing in the mirror. I think <laughs> he had, had the pressure on me. <laughs> but, yeah, um, I just thought the whole Sunday session was um, yeah, no, it's wicked. fantastic. It's wicked and hard to play fa- play favourites, but also the Michelle Perobic photo down the bottom of that page with the FX. Yep. That's um, yep. a staunch shot. My one of my favourite shots was page one forty four, the bottom, the uh, XA yeah, just rumbling down the main street of Braddon. Yeah, that's yeah. just old school tough. That thing, I love it. With everyone just standing around having a good time. Yeah, but to me, that's what street machining's about. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll I'll shout back to um, Queenscliff Rod Run too, just because. You know, by the time the Saturday cruise part was over, I really had no interest in going to that static car show the next day. But to see all those cars just cruising the street all day was phenomenal. And the um, official cruise was cut off at 65, but the daytime cruise, and, you know, there's buddy VP Commodores with blowers hanging out the bonnet. There was a bit of everything there. That Walkinshaw that I put the photos up of. Um but, yeah, and it is that vibe. And there's families and there's communities. You know, I've had kids, buddy, step up to me at a roundabout in my HR years ago at Queenscliff. Can we come with you? It's like, well, you get your parents' permission, you know. <laughs> 40 minutes stuck in a back street hoping we can get back so I can deliver these kids back to their folks, you know. But, um, yeah, it's just a great way to, again, connect with the community, just that those cruise events. Mm. So, nah. I think the one thing I've noticed with being an ACT resident um, as well as summon at attendee, is that you've got the city cruise on Thursday. Now, I, I traditionally, since I've left Canberra, I haven't been able to make that. I'm generally driving up to summon at as that event takes place. But when I lived in Canberra and I used to work in the CBD, yep. um, yeah, just going to stand out on Northbourne Avenue and everyone was coming out of their offices and their workplaces to stand along either side of the road and watch the cars come down. Mm, yeah. Um, is a really good thing, uh, and also Braddon Friday night, Saturday night is it's pretty intense. There's a lot, there's a lot of lot to take in. It's an assault to the senses, particularly with um this year with Tio uh, driving Mincer down the main street. Like yeah. mate, when he started that car, the earth rotated, yeah. <laughs> and to see to see a, a methanol fueled supercharged basically drag car drive through the main street of the nation's capital. Yeah. While so, the police 
just stood stood back and just were just soaking up a good time. It was really, really cool because so I doubt some, you'd get away with that in Melbourne. Is it some kind of agreement? Because I know in Alice Springs for the Red Senonats, they do allow all these, you know, unregistered cars to sort of drive around. Like you see him go through Maccas and all that. So is that just a, a thing or is it, did he just go for a drive? From my understanding, um, there was a certain amount of vehicles that were allowed to attend Braddon and the crews that had unregistered permits. Yeah, okay. Uh, issued. Yep. Um, there was a sticker on the windscreen that that said it had a permit, yep. which I assume was um, in agreement with all the parties involved in running the event. Yeah, yep. that makes sense. That's good. But That's you'd good. never get away. Well, my take on it is you'd never get away with that in Melbourne. Oh, not a chance. Although, you know, and, and probably not quite on the same level, but to see um, – Milan's Camaro cruising Ligon Street, Brunswick, you know, and knowing that, you know, it's sort of car that would normally cop some pretty heavy scrutiny that all of a sudden is just, yeah, police stand around smiling. But that mm. robs pretty Oh, it's just amazing. Like, pe- people and automotive things, like, you know, I've been down the, uh, to the Phillip Island Grand Prix a few times on the on the motorbikes, and from the minute you leave the Phillip Island circuit, like, you've got people lining the roads pretty much all the way to Cranbourne. Yeah. Like, and not so much the highway parts, but you go you go through the little towns. Yeah. You go through, um, uh, what's the town just outside of, you, you know, you cross over the bridge, Phillip Island there. Like, there's people everywhere. Yeah. San Remo it's, cows. Yeah, San Remo cows, all that. And then you, as you get close to Cranbourne, like, there's people just everywhere just waving. You yeah. Give them the... Yeah. Thumbs up. I've done that. the I've done the MotoGP a couple of times now. I've got to say that's probably one of the better run motorsport events I've been to. It's pretty good, isn't it? I, I actually was fortunate enough. My best mate um, won tickets through Triple M in Sydney, yeah, probably ten years ago now to um, to the event, and we went down. So we flew into Melbourne, got picked <laughs> up in the stretch limo, and did all that. But the event itself was so well run. Um, from a crowd entertainment mm. event perspective, yeah, it's a good it day. It was yeah. really, really good. Yeah, it's a real good day. Yeah. Um, so tough shot, tough shot. Yep. I'll take us just quickly back on mine. Um, we're going back to one thirty-two, um, but it's one of those tough standing still moments. But I reckon it's the rear shot yeah. of loose morals. Yeah, it just yeah, the stance right there is just fucking staunch. You know. And to not know that car and just to see it parked up like that, you know, the imagination just start firing, wouldn't it? Yeah, no, definitely. Get, and you stole Tough Shot from Simo anyway from the Thong Slappers mm-hmm. podcast. You just, and Correct. you announced it as the same. So it's only fair in your last episode that I award it to him on my side. Correct. Correct. Yep, there you go. Um, I just had the rear view of that Tirana on, uh, we don't have to go back to it, but the rear, the rear shot of that LC, page 27, uh, like that. Again, it just this, it's all about stance, like that. Yeah, and it, and uh, as a, it's a photo. Like that's a great, that's a great shot. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm not sure who did the photos on that one. Uh, um, I did go back to page one of that feature, Scotty. Um, go back to that top one, twenty five. Twenty five there, Troy Barker. Well yeah. done. Yeah, no, well done. Brilliantly captured that car. Um, I don't even know what page page it is there's a yellow monaro just after the contents page is just a random picture of a monaro might not even be in here there it is that one there yeah yeah yeah, that's tough and that again i think that's in 
that was running around Braddon too on Saturday afternoon. Yeah, that's Just, cool. Again, you know, yeah, that's in Braddon actually. That's outside the server. Yeah. Um, to see cars like that just being driven up and down a street while yeah. everyone's out just having a good time, it was mm. really, really good. Yeah. Um, well, that HG from um, the HK to G Nationals with the Buco number plates on it, um, same colour, same sort of very similar spec. That was cruising around Queenscliff on Saturday for the rod run. So he's a good egg too. Yeah, but he's another one of those guys that gets a little shy and doesn't want to talk into the phone, just wants to get out in his car and celebrate. So, yeah. Can I get a special mention? Yeah, you can. I've got I've got him in as a special mention too, uh, Jack Mill with his Swift. <clears throat> <laughs> How cool is that? <laughs> and before I saw that in the Summer Nats coverage, um, Jack dropped that into Custom Cars Oz into my cover pick competition, which I didn't even realise he was in our membership. But, yeah, um, <clears throat> and Matty Waters and I were you know, discussing this car at great length the other night too. Yeah, I was watching the interview on the on the Summonats TV. And you know, that may as well be effective shit box. Yeah, well that could <laughs> that could that could be a HB Tirana with a small block in it, but fast forward, you know, 25, 30 years, you know, it's it's a new it's a new vibe and it's a new game, you know. So well, it's that age old scenario, Moses, it's what's attainable to, to him at the time. Yep, absolutely. And dare to be different as well. There's a lot of custom engineering in it to make that work. Yep. He's only young. He's only 22. Yeah, yeah, and he's had a crack and done most of it himself, so, you know, well yeah. played. Yeah, no, and again, I was proud to find him in our Custom Cars Oz community. I was stoked that he was there, and I was stoked that in that Custom Cars group that he would post that car, you know, so good stuff. Now, your tough shots, you've got a couple of them, Scotty, for a man who's... I've got um, a couple, mate, yeah. yeah. Um, so, page 38. Okay, will keep calling, uh, I'll keep calling Theo you, Theo Diamond, uh, twin-turbo Carby Valiant Charger. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Say no more. Yeah. Um, that shot of Theo standing beside his car. Yeah. Um, I reckon that's just an awesome shot. Yeah, I'll agree. Um, pull me the car itself. The um, again, what uh, what a setup. He's he's built that motor himself. He's set it up. You with you know purposely gone the other way. Yeah. The car's got minimal electronics in it. Yep. And he's looking towards um, drag challenge with that car. Yeah, he knows what he's doing um, as far as setting up an engine without, you know, being able to plug into it and, and change things at the drop of a hat. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's really, really unique. Um, so that that was my first tough shot was that, page 38. Yeah, that's weird. Um, I've got a couple from the summon at <laughs> section as well. Page 42, Lynchy. Um, <laughs> finally cracked it, Lynchy. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, 42, mate. Yeah. Yeah, there he is just having a skid now. That was a um, that was a tribute to uh, the late-gen Ireland. Um, I don't know the full circumstances of how that all came about, but um, Lynchy finally cracking the Burnout Masters, I think, is, yeah, fantastic. Yep. Yeah, no. um, and proof you don't need a big blower. To be able to to play um, with the big boys, yeah, absolutely. No, great. To and see. there was quite a few uh, New Zealand cars that made it over for the Burnout Masters, which was uh, good to see as well. It's great to see, like, it must be a massive logistical effort to to container a car up and get it over here. Yeah, definitely. So it's great to see guys, um, yeah, doing that, starting to cross the ditch. Yeah. 
in it. And my other tough shot would be uh, the bottom right corner of page 60, uh, the Mac Daddy VL Turbo. Yep, yep. That's insane. <laughs> Is it, isn't it just? Oh, yeah, because, I mean, I watched the – I was watching the daily – footage of it and watching that thing it's like a how much does that engine cost to build b who winds up a turbo that much like it was was it 70 something pound? 79 psi mm. yeah and what was the <laughs> and they spin it to eleven thousand rpm eleven thousand. and, and what- the sound that came out of that thing <laughs> Oh, mate, you should have been in the dyno hall when they spun it. It was unbelievable. And what was the top number? Two. 2,504 yeah. horsepower. Yeah, it was over 2,500 horsepower. <laughs> and that's out of a six-cylinder. In, like, in a VL taxi. <laughs> yeah. That, for insane. all intents and purposes, with the bonnet shut, doesn't look like it's anywhere near capable of that. And no. it's just really impressive. Obviously, yeah. Matooks. Um, have taken RB engine development just completely to the next mm. level with billet blocks and things like that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and it's a full credit to, to to those guys for screwing that engine together. That's unbelievable. Yep. Yeah, no, fantastic. And that's pretty much it for for my my tough shots. Yeah. Honorable yeah. mentions. You'd probably start us. Um, oh yep, yeah, go for it. I've got that. I've got your um, the Ecto one tribute on page ten. That was just a yeah. Honourable mentions would be page one twenty. Um, the mm. yellow XD panel van. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I saw that. Pretty up cool at, story. Up at Drag challenge. That's um, a cool car. Yeah, it's a cool car. It's a cool story. Um, you know, trying to find an XD panel van with a tailgate option would have been needle in a haystack stuff. Apparently he owns a box of a box of piss to a certain member of Thong Slapper's uh, hierarchy. Being, yeah, right. Okay. Be, being Nev Shears, but um, yeah, it must be a connection to the great Redmond, um, who said he owes him a box whenever your car gets into Street Machine. <laughs> the other honourable mention was uh, page eighty-eight. Yep. Uh, Bryce McCabe, yeah, XR that's Falcon. one of mine too. Yeah. Yep. It's on the uh, list of things himself. to own. Did yep. it the hard way. Just did it as time and funds allowed. Yep. And, and have another a look at the end bloke. result. Is a young bloke just having a red hot go and yeah. And again, Clevo um, based as well. He's just he's done that the hard way. Or the way the way most of us have had to do it really, I guess. Is just you you do a bit and you save money and you do a bit more and you save money and you just keep going until it's done. Yeah, we've reflected on that a bit too because some people start posting when they start building and then things get in the way and they feel the pressure to keep going forward when, you know, other when life and circumstances don't necessarily allow for it. But it's good to celebrate those ones that do come to the end of that road. Well, the thing is, I mean, I'm staring down the barrel of turning 43 in three weeks and having two kids under three. Yep. So my spare time, and I'm, I've also stepped into a new job, um, which is a bit of a more senior role. So yeah, my spare time is very limited at the moment. Yeah, And, and a podcast. And a, and a, <laughs> yeah, and a podcast, yeah. yeah, yeah so but... your spare time is limited. Um, but I guess on that, uh, I, will, I will say, I'm very humbled to uh, to have been asked to co-host it. 
Yeah. Um, it was a very humbling phone call. I was at work 10 o'clock one morning when the call came and it was a very humbling experience. Um, so I want to say thanks to to Moses and to AO and, and to everyone for giving me the uh, giving me the nod. Yeah. Um, I really appreciate it. And as, um, and as I've said, like 50% of it's yours now and you're already bouncing out ideas about guests that you want to include on this too. So, you know, you've sort yeah, of stepped there's up. Some, and, um, there's yeah. some cool, yeah, some 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 cool guest possibilities and things that I've been thinking about um, since since we had the initial discussion. But it, it's also an opportunity for me, I guess, to give back to the street machining movement because it's given me a lot of joy over the years. It's allowed me, uh, me and my father, obviously, are very close and, and we share a lot of cars and yep. and uh, street machining and car shows and that, that's allowed us to bond. Um, it's something I want to share with my son, obviously, if he's interested in it moving forward. Yeah. But and there's not yeah, just to be able to, to get involved and, um, you know, the Fong Slappers came about at a time where I was at a difficult sort of period in my life and it was really cool to be able to understand that there's a whole bunch of other guys out there that are into the same things as you are. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. And I've mentioned so, the minute I mentioned yeah. you to the great Simo, he sort of understands why I'm smiling pretty heavy too because, you know, since you were a kid you've followed this magazine you know, with dedication to the point where, you know, I said, I'm smiling that hard, I'm laughing, you know, got an expert in the room, you know, because, yeah, definitely you, the knowledge that you'll bring to this moment is, you know, a big part of it for me too. So, yeah, yeah. no, it's meant to be, Scotty, no, just, and the fact that we all share a frigging birthday, you know, it all makes sense. <laughs> Mate, how, how uncanny that is. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the amount of people I've met that have got our birthday, it's just, yeah, there's a whole leap of madness around that 23-3 scenario. So yeah, not loving but it. It's um, it like the the legends in our lunchtimes, uh, Facebook page and that. It's just really, even though your time is limited, you can still find time to just do the little things and keep things moving along, which is good. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, we're up to still honourable honourable mentions. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I I had that Bryce Bryce's XR. The XR, the old man had one when I was a young fella dark blue with scogs and it's sort of a bucket list to recreate that car at some stage yep we'll see one day yeah we'll also they're other... getting too fucking dear yeah <laughs> yeah well this is the thing isn't it yeah. uh, and well, this is this is sort of why i'm looking at an e sort of e-series mm. falcon because they're relatively obtainable yeah well for now until yeah, for the yeah, for the for moment, the moment. Yeah. Um, well, Maddie Waters and I were chatting the other day, and we were saying about the likes of you know, Commodores seem to still cop a bit of denigration, you know, like even in the street machine scene, high end ones and things like that. And the reality is, you know, the Bochamp VL Commodore was nearly brand new when it hit yeah, the road, exactly. the way it was done, you know. Mm. And we've got to be able to carry those themes forward as well, mm. without you know, fear of buddy. Do you have attack. anything else, Scotty? Yep. On anything else in the honourable mentions, mate? Skinny. Uh, yeah, so there's, um, a couple of oddballs. Um, if you go to page 49, uh, there's a gentleman, I'm pretty sure he's a Canberra local as well, uh, by the name of Paul Quinn. Yep. With that little Honda key truck. Oh, yeah. Uh, now anyone who's fans of, uh, Mighty Car Mods yeah. will know that those guys go nuts for the little key cars. Yep. 
Absolutely. That little truck has got a YZF 1000 motorcycle in it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't put a bus motor in it. Light up the tyres in fourth, no worries, and it goes 10,500 RPM. <laughs> With push-button shift. Yeah, see that. Right, so that's unbelievable. I've got a feeling um, if it's the guy I'm thinking of, he – has a business in the ACT uh, automotive business. I'm, I'm not. A, don't quote me on that. I could be wrong. Yep. Um, but just for something completely different. Yeah. What's it got? There? I also think it's got a custom set of headlights. I'm not sure if they're the the factory headlights in the in the cab of that. They look like they're off something else. Fucking ZA fair. Um. Yeah. Z buddy C or D Fairlane or Galaxy or something perhaps. You would. Know. Yeah. That that look like they've been spun vertical. Yeah. Um. That, I thought that was really, really just something different, something cool. What's the plate? And the vanity plates, Auto Works. Um, yeah, Auto Works, which, which is, might uh, be his business, I guess. Could be his business. I'll, I'll do some digging and come back about that. Um, oh, that's great because we me- we mention homework and we never follow through. But <laughs> I was the sort of bloke to get the gat every morning rather I'll than do some digging because yeah, that what what actually drew me to it was the Auto Works number plate. I've seen it around town. Like when I, I obviously don't live in Canberra anymore, yeah. but I'd um. I'd seen that plate around town and uh, it just it got me thinking and then I read the story and I was like, wow, that's really cool. Yeah. Um, another honourable mention is page 54, um, Eddie and Yoon and Kazi's XE Fairmont rival. I love it. Mate, what a car. Um, I spent a good 45 minutes to an hour walking around and around and around this car at Summonats. Yep. It is amazing. Yeah. The paintwork on it. Is unbelievable. Um, brown, not a popular colour in the custom car street machine yeah. movement. I would have thought. Even it the suits tri- the car though. Yeah, even the that paintwork is just turned out beautifully. The stripes on it, the detail in it. Yeah. Um, I could go on about it for hours and hours. Yeah. Um, it was just really, really well turned out car. And again, XD XE Falcons. There was a number of them in the Elite Sixty Hall. I don't hate it. I, no. I reckon it's good. No. Neither do I. I'm all for it. Yeah, no, I definitely belong. And the fact that it does kind of shout back to that original styling, you know, it's sort of, yeah, as well the, as then just amped up to the next level. The S-Pack or the, the striping, that's gold leaf, yeah? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. and it's got a very subtle uh, – I'll, I'll, I'll I've got some photos of it gold on my phone. I'll the put paint. them up on the, on the page. Um, it's got some very subtle gear – Graphics on the quarter panels as well. Oh, yeah, quarters. Cool. It's it's a really well turned out car. Um, oh yeah. When I saw it, I thought that's that's awesome. I love it. Yeah. The ESP trim in it, like it just works. Every aspect of that car works. Yeah. Beautiful. And that, that's about it for my honourable mentions. I do want to mention actually one show event that's covered in the magazine that I wasn't actually aware of that I'm going to try and make a point of getting to later this year is on page 82, the Border Battle, which oh, is held yeah. in Albury. Yeah, I'd never heard of that. This is, I think, a really good event um, in that they, it's a kind of a New South Wales Victoria thing, but it's bringing together, you can see in that opening spread, you've got, there's WBs, there's Skylines, there's Supers, Supers there's Hot Rods. Yeah, So absolutely. they're kind of putting everyone together in Albury, um, I don't know if it's a main street, but it's in a in a car park in Albury. Yep. And yeah, I've never heard of it. Yeah, I think it's um, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna check that out later this year when it's on. It's on in October apparently, so I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, look at it. Um, apparently, it's been running since 2019. This is the first I've heard of it. Yeah, there you go. I've got a page 85 mention um, from there on. Uh, yeah, the Camaro there. Um, where'd I find it? Yeah, American Muscle Cars, Border Battle, Tracy, Paul Licks, Tough As, Split Bumper, 70 Camaro. I just, yeah, again, could have been a tough shot for me. But, um, yeah, just, again, the the range of vehicles, that shot down there with the A-model coupe and the Skyline in the background. And there's a brand-new uh, Shelby Mustang down here, too. Like, it's got everything. Yeah, no, well, there you go, because there's been conversations lately, too, around a guy who's got a Mustang that he's pretty proud of, but people just want to see him in his old classic. They get disappointed when he's in his Mustang, but, you know. Again, drive what the fuck you want. Yeah, absolutely. No, totally get that. Um, I've been delivered to this studio in a Mustang before. Yeah. There's <laughs> <laughs> probably another point we should mention is um, uh, the Myers boys winning Street Machine of the Year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. With GM176. Um, it's an iconic car. They yeah. don't need any introduction. Um, but, yeah, good to see they can still, you know, hold their own. Yeah, and I'll also mention too um, on page 59 as part of the uh, Summonats coverage, but Craig McKenzie winning top commercial elite for the HR. I just had the whole Nats coverage as an honourable mention. Yeah, yeah, no, but I suppose I've touched base with Craig at Saintside last weekend as well. And get this right, he's got a push bike to take on his missus, her low rider, because he said, oh, you know, may as well, but he'd at least compete against her. And he's wheeling this bike in, and he said to me, you know, for me, it's all about the history. I said, yeah. I said, I know who you are. And he goes, no, this bike won a trophy at the first Saints I'd show. So he's rolling it into number hmm. 15 hmm. and wins people's people's friggin' choice. <laughs> so hmm. thought bloke can't trophy. But I've also got um, really good access uh, when this blowback build starts to come together. And I know through building that HRU, He's picked up sponsorships along the way. Yeah. I mean, they oh, I'm spent, keen. I'm keen they spent, for that They spent 30 grand on paint for the HR, and they've got a P- PPG sponsorship now to build the next one. Keen as for blowback so, to come back. Yeah, yeah no. Really keen. No, yeah, it. that'd be um, something I'd love to see again. Yeah, a lot of time for Craig and Christy and what they're bringing to it. Because they're just doing good things. Like, that, they're, they're not bringing – they're just they're, – like, they've got sex specs cars. They're bringing back. They're bringing, you know, yeah. the, this HR. He wants to go hot six one more time. At, and he's hoping to go hot six one more time at MotorX, and then that HR's changing owners. Yeah, right. You know, he's just brought it back, given it back to the world, made it made it relevant today, and on to the next one. So, hmm. yeah, that's really commendable action that he's doing. He doesn't have our birthday, but he's only three days after it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so no, that was really good. Um, I'll just have one more honourable mention, and that is page 94, uh, Joel Smith's HQ. It's just old school cool, that. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I knew love that's unreal. I knew you'd um, be on that car. I love it. I saw it at Summonats just cruising around, and... Again, that's another car that just works. Yep, big fat tires on the on the big Simmons on the back. It's it's awesome. Yep. It's cool. And they're not, you know, they're not year buds. They're like a proper B forty five. Yeah. The other thing I just had was a couple of the unveil cars that I'm really keen to see is the uh, I can't remember is Mark Caruana's HK Proflow build uh, that VK. <laughs> Blue Mini race car. I mean, I know it's a, it's a complete race car, but that that looked amazing. That thing, 
the blue Alex Tirana, I'm not sure who owns it. No, I've got the brown XE, which we've discussed. But that blue Alex Tirana was insane with yeah. the big hot wires on it. So looking forward to, um, yeah, I'm sure they'll all be in street machine at some stage. Yeah, I've got no doubt. Because that's it for me for the magazine, pretty much. Yeah, well, the hot wires on that Tirana were unbelievable mm, up close. Mm, yeah, yeah. My honourable mentions went off their head, but basically they started with uh, the Ecto-1, which um, Scotty already mentioned, which was on page 10. Um, but I was sort of, it was cool to see in the letter of the month um, the update on Echo's XA from Two Hands on page uh, 19. Scotty. You know, I've never seen that movie. No, well, you need to watch it. I, I probably reckon. need to. I've seen bits of it. Like, I've seen snippets of it when it's been on telly or something. I've never actually sat down and watched it. It's probably my favourite Australian movie. I'll have to have a look at it. Yeah, no, I love it to bits, mate. And that's that classic buddy um, park up in the driveway shot with the buddy, all the cars, muscle cars on the front lawn and stuff. But, yeah, no, you'd you'd really like it, mate. You'd get into it. It's got a little bit of tragedy waving through it too. It's a bit beyond cars. But, um, yeah, so that was that one. Um, I, I did get carried away. I'm taking us down to page... Yeah, and just on that um, Echoes XA, there's a YouTube channel, Falcon GT, um, and they've got a couple of walk-arounds around the car for anyone that's interested. I found that on YouTube this morning. Uh, Page 40, yeah, we don't need it. Uh, Craig McKenzie, uh, what have we got? The Camaro, page 86, the VSU, photo number four. Just that that's one that's sort of um, from back in the day that's mm. been revamped a bit. And I reckon I've got photos back. of that at an auto salon somewhere. Yeah, no. Sex pack's not dead. No. It's still out there. Absolutely not. And for and as much as, you know, Craig and Christy are focused on bringing back blowback, you know, they're, they're not at the end of their sex pack journey they either. they Ghost and um, there's something else they've got. Yeah, and again, there's more, there's more sitting aside that they're going to bring through. So, yeah, watch, that's one of those watch this space moments. Page 106, um, we've got the HQ for you. Uh, yeah, I was going to put that in. I figured someone would mention it. Yeah, we go to, go to page 108, and we've got the Mensos there with Kevin Bartlett um, sharing some stories around the car. Also, just wanted to mention again, um, Car 35, donate to Variety Bash for Car 35, Brett Abraham, and chances are that magazine turns up in your hands, but I did see it in Telfo's hands this week. Mm. Uh, which was still cool. getting around, yeah. Which I guess uh, maybe to shoot that photo for the for the magazine article too. He might have had access to it for that. Um, the Jack Mill Swift we've been on to, uh, so that kind of covers me. In covers you. Honourable mentions, mate. Well, I can say for the last time, Scotty. Music charge. <laughs> <laughs> There you go, Skenny. How's that, mate? We cannot let that go. You no, there you go. go. We're in agreement then. That carries forth. <laughs> All right, what's everyone been uh, listening to, watching, um, I went enjoying? Back to, went back to a little bit of audio, audio slave that popped up on oh, me yeah. at one stage, and I just thought it's probably a good t- time to mention. Uh, what's your absolute favourite Cornell? You My favourite Cornell? Yeah. You got a favourite Chris Cornell moment? Favourite, as in not a song, just a moment. No, it's probably a song, you know. It's probably a song or an era. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. There's a few. Um, I really do like his acoustic stuff. He he does he does amazing covers. Yeah. Nothing compares to you really sticks out. He did a 
rip a cover of that. But I don't know, man. It's like that whole um, that that whole that whole Soundgarden album. I I never really got into Audio Slave as much as I probably should have. I don't. It's not that I don't like yeah. them. I just never really got into them as much as I probably should have. I've probably got into them more since he's been gone. Um, but that uh, he had a whole album, acoustic album. I can't remember what it was called. And that that whole thing is is brilliant. I mean, the the bloke was a his voice was yeah. it's it's like yeah, Vetta and Cornell, like they're, yeah. they're yeah. both unbelievable vocalists in in completely different completely different realms. Yeah, like, the, yeah the dynamic just fused. Uh, so and I, I think um, I've seen him a couple of times. At, Oh, Soundgarden a couple of times. I read the first big day that I went to and I don't really remember them. And then they were there in, I don't know, 2010 or something. And, yeah, sort of sitting up at the, in the grandstands watching them. Yeah. I can happily say that I saw him probably at his at his peak there. Like his his voice is, is amazing. Yeah, well, I think I was sort of hooked early, but, yeah, probably um, Bad Motorfinger album mm. and the Rusty Cage track. Yeah, but Rusty Cage is a, easily yeah. the best album. I played it that hard at my daughter that she's running up and down the aisles at the supermarket singing the lyrics at one stage, mm. and she was only a bloody toddler at the time, and there's a couple of long-haired guys at the register, and he goes, one of them bloody elbows the other one. And she, she's singing Soundgarden, you know, yeah. like, but, yeah, little princess, but he loved it too. So, nah. Step back a little bit past that. And if you're talking Vetter and Cornell, you can't go past Hunger Strike. Mm. No, no. Temple of the Dog. Never could. No, mm. can't, I can't move beyond that song. No, I fucking love that. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't know whether I could pick a favourite Cornell, but yeah, probably his acoustic stuff. I really, I, yeah. I really dig a good acoustic cover and he's probably one of the, one of the best to do it, I reckon. Yeah, you got a horse in this race, Scott Skinny? Mate, I've been um actually down memory lane with a bit of silver chair. So Yeah, nice. Yeah. I um I listen to a lot of I do a lot of driving um with my new role and I have been listening to a lot of audio books. I listen to the silver chair book. Yep, yep. And um to be honest, I thought that was a pretty sad story. To yeah, be it's truthful. Pretty, pretty fucked, isn't it? Like the way they treated, yeah. treated, um, especially John's. You know, it's uncool. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought it was yeah, yeah, pretty, uh, pretty the, shit. Go watch the documentary, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't know whether I can be bothered with it. To be honest, just it just sounded like that. Gillies. Oh, Ben and Ben having a whinge. Mm. That's all it was. Mm. Yeah, because Chris was, yeah. Chris has gone about his business. He's he's gone doing his thing. He's gone and he's working in a motorbike shop, and he yeah. doesn't seem. But Gilly's it. It's I got the vibe that his TV star misses or whatever it is <laughs> she does is pushing him to get. It just didn't come across genuine to me. Yeah, okay. Chris, uh, Chris did. Yep. Yep. I just think it's really sad because they were a great talent. Um, oh, amazing. For me personally. <sighs> I kind of, I, I kind of felt like they wandered a bit off the reservation after Neon Ballroom, but you can't deny that they pushed the limits of of like music mm, uh, yeah. with what they were doing. Um, not to everyone's taste, of course, but I, I still like the music and and have I've been listening to to their back catalogue. But I, I found it really sad that that the that. You know, three blokes that, that kind of bonded around music Best and mates were mates. Are no, are no longer just, mates. Yeah. Mm. I thought that was just really, really sad. Yeah. And, um, yeah, like 
Daniel Johns, obviously, has got his side of the story. And, you know, I, I, don't, I don't see one side or the other, but I just found it really, really sad that three blokes that set the world on fire. I mean, I, I was a kid in high school when Silverchair hit the scene. I remember getting given their EP as a Christmas present mm. um, by a family member and just how good is this? Yeah. And, Mate, when know, Frogstop come out, Frogstop came out, it's like, fuck, man, just the world exploded. Yeah. I still got it on cassette. Yeah. Uh, Frog Stomp, yeah. you know, and, and it was just a great, and, and they would have a lot of good music, and I've just thought it was a really sad thing. But to, to listen to it again, I think the music's still good. I think it still holds its, holds its own. Yeah. Have you listened um, to the Daniel Johns podcast? No. The one, yeah, no. listen to that. That's really good. Yeah. I don't know I'm how not, the poor bass is still alive, to yeah. be honest. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. he's had it. He's yeah. had a run. And like you were saying about, you know, the evolution of the music and beyond neon ballroom and that, it's a brave step to take, you know, a sound that everyone's familiar with, that everyone's clearly, you know, attached to, and then move beyond that. But you that's know, the because sign. there's plenty of albums that never you know, plenty of bands that never do. The that way never I seem see it grow. Is, that's that's the sign of someone who is purely musical, not not about oh, I play metal. Yeah. Daniel yeah. Johns is a musician. Yeah. He's a fucking musical genius. Yeah. They started off on that heavy grunge thing, and he just thinks, no, nah, I want to do this, I want to do this, I want to yeah. do this, yeah. I want to do this. Yeah, yeah and, the band evolves. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and a lot of again, mates in my demographic, like, you know, I'm beyond his bloody age bracket well and truly, but a lot of mates in my demographic, the same thing. You know, he's a genius. He's a oh, genius. He like, he was celebrated by so many of my musician mates. To do what he did at 15. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he probably evolved away from the other boys a little bit, yeah. Yes, I, I think you're right. I think that. I think, that, right. I think that's it. the whole thing with it. I, yeah. I think they they just probably just had different yeah. ideas of what they wanted to do, and that's fair enough. And that happens. Bands, I kind of more often than I kind of think that nineties two thousands Australian music scene was the best. You had you had Silverchair, Powderfinger, you know, Spider Bait. Grinspoon. Jebediah. Grinspoon. Yeah, put the living end in there as well. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah the living end, 100%. You yep. Yeah, you, you, you could just, there's a list, you know. You could you could fill an A4 page of Aussie bands around that year. I think it was just a great time to be Twenty eight teenager, early twenties. Yeah. Actually, um, <laughs> shout out to Barney, Tim Barnett, and I think he did it for Australia Day. But he put down, he put together a um, playlist through Spotify of just classic Aussie rock. You know, because he sort of reminded me too, while we're in this podcast, we need to remember every now and again to celebrate local because, you know, often we're looking at, oh, yeah. at the big picture stuff, but there is, you know, amazing music. Well, it's funny you mention that because uh, I've actually been listening to Boy Swallow's Universe soundtrack. How uh, good is it? It's it's pretty good. Yeah. The go. uh, Getting on to what to be watching, if you haven't watched Boy Swallow's Universe, uh Definitely go and check it out because yep. it's probably one of the best Australian things I've seen in a very long time. Yep. It's, yeah, right. Was, I'm just looking at the um, I'm looking at the playlist on Spotify here. There's some bloody good music in it. There's some crackers. Yeah, it's a good show. And and you know the car guys is you you'll love the throwbacks and the time traveling VN Commodore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's just added. just a good show, really well done. Yep. Um, so yeah, I've, I've been giving that a listen. Um, I've been going heavy on Sleep Token. Yeah, yeah a bit, oh. bit late to the party, Scotty. But, yeah, uh, you got there. We got there. 
I actually had uh, this last week. I mean, I'm going through a lot because I haven't been here for a couple of episodes, but uh, Sleep Token's been pretty heavy. Um, Pantera's been pretty heavy, mainly vulgar display of power. Um, Good album. The last couple of – well, this last week I've actually just had Guns N' Roses just on random. Just Guns N' Roses, the artist, press press shuffle. I still don't mind that Chinese democracy album. I, know, right? I don't mind it. It's not a bad album. <laughs> it's not bad. It took forever to come, but it, when it got here, it was all right. It's like, yeah, 25 years in the making. It should be good. But <laughs> yeah. it's, it's actually not bad. Yeah. Um, um, well, I did see the Screaming Jets when I was at Summonats. Oh, yeah, cool. oh, yeah. Bloody awesome. Yeah. I've only seen them once. They opened up for Velvet Revolver. Yeah. And that's the only time I've seen them. Because Jimmy Hocking joined them, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah, which is pretty amazing. Jimmy the Jimmy the human. Yeah, you know, because he's been. Yeah, busy. they were um, mate. They played a cracking show. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, because we did we did a like a mate of mine. We did a full day at Summonats, and then we stayed and watched the Screaming Jets, and then we we jumped in the car and chuffed off to Braddon and yeah. spent the night out there. So it just kind of it, it just kind of set the scene for the evening. Yeah, yeah. it was really good. Yeah, that's great cool. show. Um, they got a new album out too. I'm led to believe. I'll, I'll, haven't checked it out, but I'm uh I'll be looking into that. I um it's a probably a seven hour drive to get up to Mildura from where I live in in Melbourne, yeah. and um unfortunately with a two and a half year old passenger, my um, <laughs> what are you listening to? <laughs> uh, I've got the best of ABC Kids. Um, <laughs> I've got the Wiggles and. The wheels on the bus on rotation, so <laughs> kind of really ruined the algorithm. Uh, you bet oh, you tell it. It's stuffing your Spotify up. Uh, those wheels on the yeah. bus do rotate. You know, it makes sense. <laughs> well, and mate, you look in the rear view mirror, and he's doing all the actions. Yeah, that's mm. uh, good. As well, yeah, he just loves it. So you, say, know, you can't. And again, you go back to the sleepover stories, and it was fresh dad Scotty pretty much when we were chatting, and all of a sudden, yeah, that little bloke's just coming into his own. It's awesome. Great time. Yeah, he went out on um, he went out on the uh, friends of ours have got an old uh, Hallett bubble deck uh, boat with a three five one Windsor in it, yeah. and um, it's just a cool boat, you know, and it's a bit of a time capsule itself yeah. from the sort of eighties nineties. And he went out on that for the first time uh, two days ago, and just hasn't stopped talking about it. <laughs> yeah. He's actually they're going out on it while I do this uh, this episode. Yeah, was, um, yeah, yeah, my my fiance and, and him are going out on the boat, and yeah, they, he just loves it. So it's been really good to to share that with him. But nice. yes, that's my music. Uh, oh, I'm gonna have to wait till I go back to work to kind of get the algorithm back on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah you want to get want to get cleaned up before the end of the year. So yeah, yeah. Well, I've yeah, actually year and um, reviews not all fucked up. I found a play. Yeah. With, yeah. <laughs> well, it was last year. It was destroyed last year because we were yeah. using it to for the um, mm. the sound effects when he goes to sleep. Uh, white noise. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, I've got Enya thrown in there, and it's yeah. Yeah, I think very I bizarre. Your um, year in review is very strange. I think I, it was a couple of years ago. I think one of my top songs was "We Don't Talk About Bruno" from Encanto, Disney <laughs> Disney movie. Yeah, well, we actually could be worse. Could be Baby Shark. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! If I hear that one more time. <laughs> so, in a previous life, I used to do a lot of work in shopping centres, and um. Christmas time is particularly. Oh, no. Mm. I hate Christmas, right? Now, I don't hate Christmas the event. I hate Christmas the retail experience because, as a refrigeration mechanic, 
that's in summer in shopping centres. You know, you're trying to get a job done, and uh, it's, it's very difficult. And you, when you've got Mariah Carey on repeat for mm. about eight weeks, yeah, it's mm. uh, it tests the it tests the mental strength. I'll give you the tip. Yeah, better man, and than uh, me. that's walk. now been replaced by Baby Shark. <laughs> Earbuds, mate. And now on yep. my way down to Queenscliff, I was playing some uh, St. Kilda, which is a Melbourne psychobilly band, but fronted by mate and uh, hearse enthusiast Jackson Collins. Mm. And I just thought, because I was looking for some hot rod music to play, and every time I put in hot rod music, it's coming up, you know, 50s. And but a lot of stuff that I just like, yeah, I don't want to listen to this shit. So I actually hit the kangaroo while listening to St. Kilda. Oh. With the uh, left hand front bumper or the front of the you know, left hand side of your front bumper in the Nash, and there's a little scratch on the guard that I think may have been from a claw on the way by. But I sent uh, <laughs> I sent Jackson a screenshot of me Spotify and said, I killed a roo listening to this. And he's <laughs> like, Oh, well, like it wasn't Taylor Swift. <laughs> what a shocking way oh. for a bloody poor kangaroo to have to die. What know? a shame. But I um, don't, um, I don't hate. Punkabilly, Psychabilly. Yeah. It's pretty cool stuff. Yeah. And then I actually typed in into, um, while I was searching, it came up with a playlist called Hot Rods, Punks and Whores. Mm. And that's tapping me back into somebody dead Kennedys and throwing a bit of Grim Reaper at me. And it's kind of, you know, yeah, so. I like it. Cruising the Nash in Queen, at Queenscliff. Get in a Volvo, mate. It's good hot rod. Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't think that you were there. I mean, we haven't been part of the conversation where my car's now got a Kenwood head unit and four speakers in it. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah. The radio's gone, so you've got more room in the back seat for yeah, the ladies. Yeah, yeah, mate. Mate, Paul Dempsey. You haven't got the uh, five-kilo missile on the back seat, mate. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah, mate, Paul Dempsey decided he needed to upgrade and he was stuff that used to live in his XC. So, yeah, I saw, know, the, I saw the Yeah, you uh, did see saw the story. Um, I will shout out a rather <laughs> obscure band that I have been listening to, the Cosmic Psychos. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you watched the doco? No, I, I, I want to. It might be on Prime or Netflix or, yeah, I'm not sure, but it's worth oh, I'll have a dig for it. Yeah. Mate, I'll tell you, um, Glorious Bastards, the, their 2011 album. Yeah, love it. I've been I've um, been given that a go. Um, obviously, the, the first track, Nice Day to Go to the Pubs, is kind <laughs> of fitting for me at the moment because that's where <laughs> I'm off to after we finish here. Yeah, <laughs> no, beautiful. <laughs> As soon as yeah, we finish here, um, I'm going to have to have a slash outside on the back of the woodshed. You know, yeah. I, it was. I, I just. I don't even know how that cropped up. It's just a band I discovered by accident, and I just went, "Where have these guys been all my life?" And went right back to the start. Yeah, yeah, great band. Yeah, no, they definitely. Nice yeah, one. I haven't dabbled in them. I might have to check them out. Yeah, they definitely hooked a heap of uh, punk followers in the generation before me. I know that. I know a few, you know, younger followers of theirs. You know, so a lot of the skaters and surfers. And- yeah, that sort of, but car culture guys too. Yeah, and I think well, it's um, crossover in it. Yeah, all that. Well, yeah. we had this conversation last night, um, just with the friends that we're up here with. Um, there's about half a dozen of us, um, and there's another half a dozen turning up today, so it'll get really loose this afternoon. But um, <laughs> the we've kind of we don't we don't really none of us listen. Oh no! Oh, look out! None of us lit. Gone. Yeah, that's a a complete blackout. That is a complete blackout. That's a connection and everything. I'm just wondering whether maybe the Hot Wheels car might have hooked onto the power lead, or you know, and maybe it's just sat there draining its battery. His um, hotspot might have dropped out too. Hotspotting from his phone. Oh yeah, yeah. There you go. Uh, Well, I'll just keep going for me. I've got to shout out um, Ballarat people. If you're into vinyl, yeah, go check out. Oh, the new shop, Kank Wolverine Records in Main Road. I the saw old that in space the space art store. Oh yeah, go see Dan and Space Pat. Art. 
<laughs> have, have a coffee and buy some vinyl. It's a cool shop. Yeah, yeah. I did see that advertised. Um, what else have I got on here? Oh, Scotty's recommendation, Disgraceland. Yeah, how good is it? That's a good podcast. Yeah. Some backstories and dark stories of bands. Some really fucked up stories. Uh, did you listen to the Oasis one? Not yet. I'll tell you what. I've been... I'll tell you what, those boys must be pretty tough. <laughs> <laughs> There's a story about him getting getting pummeled in a Manchester pub. Uh, don't drop his fucking phone number, not this early in the piece. Um, um, yeah, the Sid Vicious episode. Yeah, I'll listen, listen to that, that one. one. Can you not hear me on the computer? No, you're going, no, you're going no, black. We, yeah, we've lost you, mate, on that one. Oh, hang on a sec. Let me try some. I'm just wondering whether one of the Hot Wheels cars jagged your power lead, mate. Just saying, Skinny, uh, yeah. check out a podcast. This was on uh, Scotty's recommendation called Disgraceland. A lot of sort of dark backstories on uh, music-related things, like bands and musicians. It's, uh, it's, it's really good, really interesting. As in TV, uh, usual, been watching Cletus uh, talk. I've had a good coverage of motivation. That looks like a good event over in Perth. Um, I've been listening to a bit more past gas, donut media, going back through that. What else do we want to contribute? This would be a weird way to just trickle off at the end, mate. Uh, Yeah, just be watching, as I was saying, Cletus talk hub. They had the Motivation coverage, Boy Swallows Universe, go check that out. And the um the new uh series, <laughs> actual series of Ted is fucking hilarious. <laughs> I could never I could never do the movie. Uh, I mean you gotta be in the McFarland, you know, American dad and that sort of stuff. Yeah. But fuck it's it's very funny. Um I've got some I've got some gifts to hand out and a shout out to give. Um Scotty noticed me hat that I was wearing when I came in here today. Um, old Souls Car Enthusiast Group. Yeah, cool. One for you too, mate. Awesome. Oops, from Pat that I meant. Um, Thanks. And they're young guys who are pushing um, old school values as much as they're actually pushing through the um, the cars that they you know support. So that's been amazing. Um, he also sent me a series of air fresheners for cars. We've got vanilla, we've got tobacco, we've got uh, watermelon, Another tobacco one there and peach. So if you non-smokers want your car to smell like fucking <laughs> cigarettes, here's a couple of tobacco air fresheners. So boy, tobacco means, air fresheners. I wonder if that smells like an old tobacco shop. Yeah, I've got a couple of hack shop garage stickers too. Eh? I don't know whether you had I've any or some, enough. Yeah. You I've know, but, um, what else have I got in here? Um, some more old souls stickers, as well as the one that looks like the Marlboro logo. Uh, Got some of their little smoke and mate bloody emblem thing as well. Jeez, it's been loaded up. Oh, they were at um, the car show with 10 or 15 car drawing, which is Hugo that drew that picture of my car, so I got to meet him as well. Um, now, we've got a tin here, mate. This is out of our merch box. I mean, they'd be lucky to be 30 bucks in there, but I suppose in a world where you transferred some certified printing.com funds Across, that's um, right, mate. Just keep it in the kitty. Half of this is ours, mate. You know, half, keep it, keep it in the kitty. Keep it in the kitty. Oh, there you go. Well, that's all right. I don't think I've got much else in the way of gifts, but um, yeah, no. And again, what a great way to wrap it up with all this feedback going in through there, hearing, <laughs> hearing yourself twice, and fucking Scotty having to deal with that and sign out. <laughs> no, um, it's been a good ride, but it's time for a 
time for a new chapter and um, hopefully Scanny might bring some fresh legs to the potty. And I think so. And, and if you look uh, at our enthusiasm from the start and our ideas, you know, firing up, I think, yeah, it'll just be a new little injection into the arm of well, the podcast. Well, you've got all the... You've got all the logins to all the relevant sites. And Thanks for having me. I'll be on a bit more of a reliable connection next time. Well, I'm just grateful that we can carry the name forward and I don't have to call it Two Scots with Beard. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I look, look forward to still listening in and, yeah, I'll um happy to jump on if you ever need a spare holiday replacement or something like that, but... Yeah, we've got plenty, plenty happening in the next couple of months. We're going up the middle, and yeah, and um, I'm, when we come back, I'm actually going to go do a photography course, and I want to start getting into a bit more photography, and yep. I might even my Instagram might even turn into a bit of a photography space. We'll just see how we go. More than happy to share your and share your out on that stuff, mate. And I know we'll still be turning up at similar events oh, yeah, and the we'll same events around. and we're still around each other. So we'll still be around. Yeah, no. That'll be it's, awesome. Uh, also want to say too that um the takeover crew pretty much I've had a couple of offers there too. You know, you'll never be without someone in the studio, mm. you know, if you need someone to step in. But um yeah, it's just been tough to get someone that's so passionate to share the journey as uh Skenny. Yeah, I think uh, I probably forgot to mention all that, but you know, the the across the journey, all the people we've met across the ways, and um, all the people we've spoken to has been fantastic. But you know, there's that that little group of the uh, the takeover, <laughs> the takeover group is you know they've you, you'd certainly call them sort of more friends now. So it's, yeah, it's been they great. definitely bought you know, they bought you another couple of you know, yeah, two or three months, couple, as couple well. of months, but. Uh, anyway, all the best. Okay, all the best, guys, and thanks again to everyone for listening. Thanks, Scotty, for. I, um... I didn't cry. <laughs> <laughs> I did all mine last night. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. No, thanks. Peace out. Okay, roaming Moses reporting from the Australia Car and Bike Show with the Vintage Market. Yeah, that good enough title for it, Shane. Oh, Vintage Collectibles Market, but yeah. Joined by Shane, yeah, the uh, owner organizer of the event. I uh, want to start with saying commiserations, mate, on the passing of your father. That no. was a real shock to see that through the week, basically in the socials. As no one can prepare for this sort of thing, but it was a, it was a big shock to the system for us. Yeah, especially considering he was in hospital for something that doesn't usually. He made his cheated death that many times, so. Yeah. We're just more blind that it happened there, yeah, it did, but yeah. Well, I was actually speaking to uh, Ian that used to drive for your old man, but he said you and him were talking on Sunday saying, Oh, you'll have to get there because the old man will yeah. be here. Like, that's how quick things It's mind blowing, that's what I mean. Like, I was chatting with him, hadn't seen him for 20 years. Yeah. And then he came in today to catch up with my brother, my dad, yeah. and everyone, and mate said he was lost track off, find that news. He's only landed on the ground today. Yes, guttering, but. No, it's devastating. Was your dad attached to the market here with you, mate? Or? He loves coming up here. Like, he hasn't been good with the drive in the last couple of years. But last Australia's Day show, he brought his 59 Caddy and his Pontiac GDO. My yeah. brother-in-law drove one up for him and he drove the other. Yeah. Um, this year, he got his 59 Chrysler registered. Yeah. And the last two years, he's always wanted to, the last two weeks, all he's wanted to do is get out of hospital to get his Chrysler to the show that hadn't been here yet. That's the Imperial. That was the Imperial. It's a beautiful car, mate. Stunning car. And, yeah, so that's all he wanted. So he was actually a bit low because there was always, there's 
it wasn't even like he was in, in for food. He shouldn't have even. He should have been coming out pretty much. Yeah, he passed on the twenty third, the twenty yeah. fourth. Me and the whole family were at the mum and dad's house getting all three cars ready to foot it. Aid like we just yeah, and I mean I see you buddy, hugging a few of the boys and shaking hands and like you've had yeah. cousins here, you've had family here around yeah. here, but. I know how it goes, mate. You still haven't really haven't had time to process nah. what's happened, you know. Keep busy, keep keeping. Just wanted to get this done for him. Like I said, it's all we're all going to have our Australia Day car show here at the market. Yeah, but this year it was just that little bit more meaningful because I had to get the old man to overview his whole family and his cars in one area. And yeah, Ray and I were both here last year, and you guys noticed us walking around. I noticed you just way too busy to have a bloody chat. Yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. So I never really got any content at the moment. And then yeah. I had to work this morning. I did pick up the yeah. horse seaman at Telemarine Airport. Oh, far, yeah. And then yeah, you know, first thing I do was come here because I, I always come here, you know, when yeah. it's on, I'm here, you know. Yeah, so, it, but it just, yeah, really glad that we found an opportunity towards the end of this day. A bit of a chat. Yeah. Yeah. So, cars have been your life from it through. I've always been a car in that. Yeah. Nothing in particular. I'm no Holden Ford Chev with me. If no I like it, I like it. I've owned probably 70 different cars from Chevs to Holden Ford to Saabs, you know what I mean? If yeah. it's got style, I like it, yeah. yeah. Most unbiased person there is when it comes to the vehicles. Yeah, in fact, you get sick of me hearing it, but I'm going for zero exclusion, not zero emissions. You know, yeah, anyone yeah, burning yeah. petrol will be a friend of mine. Exactly right. If it runs on petrol, yes, <laughs> Factory's a good starter, mate. Tell yeah. the starter, mate, to crank that engine over. That's That's it. So. We push for grace, too. Like, if people are climbing out of what they're driving with a big smile on their face, then it's, you know, why would you work against that either? Yeah, oh, I mean, people calling up yesterday, oh, what sort of cars... Yeah. Uh, welcome to the car show. Yeah. I go, for starters, the charity event. If you love your car, we love your car. And yeah. that's it. I don't care, mate, if it's, mate, there was an old beaded up Corolla rock through the car, through the car park, different colour doors and everything. There was an old, you know, old KEs, whatever they were. Yeah. And I was like, mate, you should be bringing that across, mate. She's an old girl, still bumpers. Bring it in. Yeah. Love it, mate. Respect anyone who respects their vehicle, simple as. Yeah, so. no, same deal. We've started a little gathering up at the lake called the Lake Cruises, and it's the same thing. Anyone who's pretty yeah. enthusiastic about their own car, just pull up and yeah. join in, you know. And, so. and passions, everyone's passion runs flows differently, yeah. so. And we know the government it may be making plans to get us all off the road at some point, so just keep buddy building communities around 100%. cars. You know? Exactly right, exactly right. It's a bit right, like so. the biker boys used to say, you know, if we could all get together, then we'd all have some sort of control over, this, over the future, you know. Yeah. But if we're all going to be bloody in separate pockets, then you know it doesn't help they, anybody. They have the power. Absolutely, yeah. they so, do. What was your first car you had on the road? No. Mark One Escort. That's my car. I've actually got another one of them. I actually got another three of them in the shed. But yeah, um, yeah I've got one in the shed, which will be my long-term build. Yeah, the money pit, we'll call it. <laughs> um, my dad's got a half-finished '59 Caddy, which I've been building with him for the last probably four or six years. Yeah, well, I really. I've, it's been my idea, it's his money. Yeah. So now the plan is to hopefully eventually get that yeah. and finish it off. I know exactly how we wanted it done. So yeah. that's a big plan, no. big build, like a lot of money to still go into it, but that's the passion build. But yeah, had the Harley here today at the front. Usually lives in the foyer. Yeah. Got to get out a bit on that, but yeah. <laughs> and it's a coupe, the 59 can Convertible, another convertible. Another convertible. Yes, yeah. another convertible. But she's, this one's a custom, mate. This one's a full custom. Yeah, so we love that stuff, mate. Bit of sure. chopped and changed. 
Greg Forster in Geelong's got Rebel Lane, which is a 61 caddy with the Pontiac Parisian roof. It's just a cool thing. Yeah, yeah love it. Take something high and then make it, you know, build a cooler version the of it. The style and body shape tool, like, how do you replicate 59 was off its head. It doesn't yeah. matter what car. Any it was the original or custom. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That era. Yeah. Anything in the 50s, early yeah. 60s, insane. Absolutely insane. insane. In your American, US, you name it, like, Aussie, that era. It's just crazy shapes. I love it. Yeah, so, that's it. And on the recap of the event, mate, probably yet to do the tally to work out how much you pulled together. But Yeah, well, at this stage, without crunching numbers properly, we've hit around the at least 3K raise for charity. Yep. I reckon we'll be pushing to three and a half. Yep. But I'm just going to play it safe and say the low threes yep. at this stage. Yeah. That's about me doing my usual all around it off in that anyway. But, yeah, overall it was... Outstanding, like didn't look bigger than last year because we had a lot more organisation. Because last year was a blowout, like we expected forty to fifty cars and yeah. a few hundred people. We had one hundred and fifty registered cars and seventeen hundred through the door. Yeah, I remember even up around the back where there's a bit of public parking. There was nothing. It was nothing all just cars um, everywhere. You turned a corner, there was something cool. There yeah, was everything. And like this year, we laid out the car park a lot more. Got a lot more cars in, so it didn't look like as much chaos as last year, but. Yeah. Yeah, I was just, it was very well planned out. My staff were amazing, keeping up with everything, keeping it all organised. We probably had less staff on it this year than last year, and lots of well organised. Great feedback. Charity option is a little bit of a bonus. That raised another $1,300 sort of for charity. Just in registration fees is about a $1,000 mark. All the food vans, they all donated money. That's what I said, I didn't want no site fees. Donations, all I require. Shannon stepped up. Dave from Shannon, he's a legend. He yeah. spoke to the boss. They gave money for charity. Yeah, no, it's a ripper. That's what I mean. It's all charity. Yeah, I'll like. actually had a baked potato before, mate. I didn't yeah. recommend her, but he used her a good spot. Yeah, you know. another local, the same thing. <laughs> Another yeah. local too, so. And she gets to spruik the business too, you know, yeah, might meet them up in Winderee and bloody buy a potato back in the next Friday or something. Yeah, you know? that's it. <laughs> and they do, that's what I mean, like help them out. Everyone scraps and shovels back, everyone keeps everyone going. Sid, and we'll dig a bit deeper into your dad. What do you reckon the favourite car he had that was on the road that he really enjoyed the most? Or? He loves his 59 Caddy, yeah. You see, it all depends. See, he's plenty of GDO, yep. very driver friendly, plenty grunt, so yeah. he loved that to drive that as more of a... Get in, get around. The Chrysler was his new love. Loved it. And it's ugly cool. It's that different, yeah. ugly look yeah. that makes it so <laughs> gorgeous and look good and clean. So he loved that, which yeah. is why he wanted to get up here. But his 59 caddies, yeah. his heart's always like the 59 yeah. caddies. I was dragged straight to that Chrysler. I shot a few photos of it and then came around the side and, sort of, and saw the board with him on it and stuff there too, yeah. you know, and then realised because I thought, oh, maybe that's yours. And he's just the caddy. I went, oh, no, no. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, he's the Chrysler, and that's the cracker of the car. Like, it's just beautiful. Not original colour, but a whole paint job on it, but just so original, like the wiring and everything is just richy deep. It sounds like a Tesla, it's that quiet. Like, yeah. The big block, yeah. with these little pea shooters yeah, on, it's yeah, just, that's it. She's a cruiser. You got enough people to drive all these cars, mate. You keep getting them out. Yeah, we do, definitely do. We're actually going to look into picking a date. We just wouldn't mind doing a cruise, starting off from here or finishing here in memory of my dad. It's just like the same thing. It's not going to be nothing huge. It's going to be whoever wants to come for a run. Yeah, we'll do a set run and just go for a drive. Yeah, well, I met um, Christian with that black Oldsmobile coupe that was out there today. Yeah. 
and he was sort of saying that's his first, that's it really him tapping into the bloody car enthusiast that he's passion yeah. because he hasn't had anything really since his Valiance, but he thirty year ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's from Hamilton, but he said he was more than happy to travel here. But he said I'd love to get involved too. Yeah, so. no, that's what I and that's what I mean. Like through our social media, mm. we spread the word. Yeah, we don't push. It's everything we do is for fun. Like yeah. it's, we don't want hoons and anything like no, that. We are cruisers. I don't care what you've got if it's a Basic four-cylinder Sigma, or it's a big blown HQ. Yeah, and again, we've got to behave on the roads, otherwise we all get grouped into that bloody you know, right. irresponsible idiot category. So, you know. mate, I drive a fully modified Harley, but because I'm not a dickhead on the road, mate, cops look at me, they pull me up, they look at me bike, they make a nice bike, and they let you go. Yeah, because you're not an idiot. Yeah, so. me old Nashville Tunnel Ram 308, and I went to patrol officer say the other day, oh, I'm just this, and I'm trying. Yeah. and he's like geez I like that you yeah know. Nah, they're but, good mate like uh, everything you do the right thing they do the right thing yeah and most of them like and again if there was a heap of bloody licorice straps out the front of this place then all of a sudden anyone that was at this show looks like an idiot you and that's what I mean it's, we've never had any sort of anything bad like that it's always good feedback everyone respects everybody like I said we had people from Mildura come down for this like, yeah. like it was Spread like the word spread, and yeah, yeah, and yeah, just definitely can't complain. Like, just love the passion everyone has for their cars and events like this. Yeah, no, love it, mate. Love it being able to find this opportunity because, as I say, that you're still the busy man on ground, on the ground yeah. trying to get it going. How's the market worked out? How long have you? It's been market? 16 months now. Yeah. Yeah, they like said our first show only three months after opening, which is why we didn't expect the response last year. Yeah. Since then, oh, it's grown at a massive rate. We've added live auctions yeah. to the market as well as so many upgrades and different stuff. We've yeah. been on a few TV shows. We're going to have been on Antiques Down Under. They've come and done a whole series with us. And here coming up hopefully in the next couple of months. It's just awesome. Honestly, it's just, yeah. Fantastic. This is meant to be a hobby. I've got a transport company in Melbourne who's meant to pay the bills. It's meant to be a hobby, and I'm here seven days a week. Yeah. <laughs> love absolutely love the joint. Love no, the joint. it's great. Yeah, well, my passion for podcasts and all I do is spend money on that pretty much to make people, you know, to yeah. bring people to the front that I really yeah. know deserve that bit of recognition. Yeah. Oh, but that's how it is. Me, and I drive me Renault traffic and get pissed off. Like, yeah. Yeah. Little idiots on the road. Oh, a few people with. go to me today and go, oh, so you would have made it done a bit today. I said, yeah, to raise three, four grand, it's cost me three, four grand. Mate, them jumping casters and all that, that's all just what I'll put to make sure yeah. if a family's coming down, I want the kids to have face pain. Yeah. And not just that, I want the best face painter out there. Yeah. I want the best food trucks out there. I want the best jumping castle out there because yeah. I want people to leave here happy. Yeah, absolutely. If they've donated $5 or $100, like I said, it's not what I spend or I put in, it's what the charity gets out of it. Yeah, no, and that's it. It's an absolute credit to you, mate. Which yes. charity is it? Uh, Grampians Health. So yeah. it's a Ballarat Base Hospital, pretty much. So yeah. Grampians Health. And they're raising money for parents' beds. Yeah. So rather than when the kid's in hospital, the parents are sleeping in a chair or yeah. can't stay there. They're the portable beds that get put up near the kids so the parents can stay for their kids. Oh, and they pretty much cost about 3 k a bed. They're matching what we get. So pretty much... But every fifteen hundred dollars we raise, it's buying a kid's bed. Well, doesn't sound like much gaining two or three beds out of this event, but every bed yeah. is something. And 
the positive impact for those kids to have the parents nearby, for the parents not exactly to have to be right. back in a motel somewhere worrying or... Yeah. Anyone that's got a kid's yeah. done, had to deal for taking yeah. a kid to hospital, like, mate, every kid yeah. ends up having a run there. My, on, like, my boys, yeah. like, they were pains in the ass, they always hurt themselves. We've done that many trips to hospital, yeah. so... I mean, I'm big on the Royal Children's and locals, so... Yeah, well, dear mate, to the podcast, Simon Clark heads up whack, which is the Wimmera Against Cancer in kids. Yeah. And the amount of money they raise, mate, and the passion. He's been there since he was 18. He's been doing this That's shit for 20-odd awesome. years, you know, like, yeah, and he's awesome. just the man on the ground. And even the HK to G Nationals, they raised a whole heap of money just so they could hand money across directly to work because yeah. they know that it's going to the right place. Yeah, that's 100%. The if right it's people. going to the right people, that's exactly right. So yeah, yeah. work too hard to not give back. That's, it. that's my motto, yeah? yeah? I'll be seven days a week. Yeah. If I'm doing it just for myself, yeah. mate, what's the fun of that? Yeah. Like, no, seriously. That's a beautiful thing, mate. So, and, uh, yeah, so no, really good to have that bit of time to have a chat through with no, you, mate. Awesome. And, glad uh, you, glad celebrate Fred, your old man. Yeah, your old man. And, again, really, yeah, deepest commiseration. Thank mate. you very much, mate. You know, you that have got dads know that one day that day's coming, but you didn't know this was coming. This no. just jumped straight and this on. Our first, this is probably my first big death. Yeah. So I don't know how to take it or deal with it. Um, I suppose it'll all happen when it comes, sort of thing, have me moments. Yeah, and it seems yeah. like you've got a really tight family, and that's, that can happen too once everyone wraps up. All of a sudden, you're sort of sitting there on your own trying to deal, but it seems like you've got a mountain of support around you. 100%. Fred, even the smart staff and everything, like everyone, I, I definitely can't complain if the people I've got around me. I've got some really good people behind me. So. Yeah, and when you're bringing amazing people to your show, because, geez, I lost about an hour and a half chatting to three people just yeah, walking yeah. around the car park. I barely saw anything, but yeah. there's just so many amazing people on the ground here too. So. Yeah, no, that's what I mean. Like, it's just a killer event. Yeah. Like, it's, like, I don't want to talk up in the event, but it actually is so good. Like, it's just a good feeling knowing that we pulled this off. It wasn't a fluke our first year. Yeah. We've done it two years back to back. Yeah. And done it better and, and bigger and better. Bigger and better and the exact same vibe as our first year, so it wasn't just a novelty thing. I think, mate, Australia Day at Ballot Vintage and Collectibles is the thing. It's the future. It is India calendars, people. Mate, all their Never Late crew. Be back again next year. You know? And so, again, for that one bloke from bloody Hamilton to pick this as his bloody first big outing, really, but... And you say if you're looking at organising cruises, well, that's what he wants to do next because he, yeah. hasn't, he hasn't cruised with Apecos yeah. before. And so. if he knows the right people already, yeah. which I hope we keep the right people going, like, yeah, yeah. and everyone's welcome. Well, I'm an over, mate. I live in a Dunstown now, so I'm over in the here too, so I'm actually going to set up a home-based studio there. Yeah. So we're going to have big conversations in the backyard and when something good happens, it's like, okay, let's go to the good room. Yeah, yeah, you know, just get, but, get it all out. And dig deeper than cows, you know, because, yeah. you know, everybody's got a life. And 100%. Everybody, there's, you know, there's there's so thought, everyone's got a story. You're right, 100% right. Yeah, everyone no, does a absolutely. Well, this is the part that we used to where I try and fumble to find my phone and switch it off, but yeah. we're going to make a point of handing your buddy 50 while I'm sitting in because, uh, yeah, definitely... Oh, good, so good causes require a bit of money, mate, so add that to tally at the end of it. Thank you very much, mate. No worries at all, Shane. And again, just for finding the time, mate, I really appreciate it. So. I appreciate taking the time to, mate, bail me up and just get to know the yeah. man behind the market. Yeah, and again, the man behind the podcast, because it was meant to be. Yeah. I only saw the back of my hoodie as I was walking out last yeah, year. Yeah, so, right. you know. I got a quick glimpse of you, so yeah. rap, mate, rap, rap, you bailed me up. So nah, shit up, brother. Well, I'll leave you to it, all right? Over and out.